Howdy, I'm Robin Hood. I rob from the rich and give to the poor. Oh no, here comes the Sheriff of Nottingham. Good day to you, what what? I am the Sheriff of Nottingham, the most villainous human that ever existed. Mm. My main aim is to kill Robin Hood and wed the fair maid Marion. Hey y'all, I'm May Marion, the kindest lady of our time. I hope that witch isn't around here. I am the nasty, nasty witch. I haunt the dreams of many wait, people. Hang, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. There seems to be a theme here. What do you mean? Haven't you noticed you're all playing British characters, but none of you are trying to sound British at all? I don't know. I think Christian Slater's pretty good. Ha! I'm Will Scarlet. You're not sure about me, but I come good at the end. Even the vicars are obviously British and American. Yes, I'm the evil English priest. And I'm good old Friar Turk. Now this is ridiculous. None of you are even trying to sound like you should. I mean, where are you supposed to be from? Well, clearly, I'm from some generic Ottoman Empire country. I'm sorry, but this really, really won't do. How about we bring in a classic British actor to play a hero? Yeah, that's a great idea. Hey, here comes one now. Hello, I'm Brian Blessed. Okay, I suppose that'll do. The only thing is, we'll have to kill him off after 30 seconds. Tonight, we delve deep into the forest of Sherwood and look at 1991's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Steve, kick it. I like movies. Hello, hello. Welcome, one and all, to I Like Movies. I am Rich. I'm going to be your host for this episode. And joining me, as always, with their love of all things cinematic, is Steve. Good evening. And also, also joining me, sorry, Steve. Is Andy. Good evening, good evening, internet. <laughs> How are you both? Yeah, good. Yep. How's things? Slowly melting. Yes. It is a bit hot in here as well, I'm afraid. We're it's in our... We're, the conservatory is maybe not the best it's option. It's a greenhouse in here. <laughs> thank, thank God we chose the only room in your house constructed almost entirely of glass. Yeah, yeah God, indeed. It's probably not the best place. It's one of the only places really we could sit around our house. Um, yeah, I say our house. I mean, me and my wife, not our house. We, we, we don't, don't all live, live together. together. That would we be don't cool, have a podcast. Wouldn't it? A podcast yeah, it, that, that would be good Aww. in some kind of Morecambe and Wise esque situation. If we all live together in this house, we should knock out the back, uh, take the shed out, knock out the back wall, mm. and then put up like a big fake, uh, like um, frame around your back wall um, with so YouTube real? branding on. No, oh, and then it? when we record here in your um, incredibly glass filled. Uh, back room people can stand out on the street and watch us as if we were live streaming on youtube oh that's a good idea yeah i like it Hmm. well let's do that okay cool right um so i just got a jesse's in the shed how do we break this to your wife yeah maybe i'll just i'll just start smashing the door down yeah yeah indeed just should be fun with that yeah 
Right. Yep. Okay. We'll go with that. Um, cool. So, uh, any news for the two of you at the moment? Anything going on? I mean, me and Steve are expecting, but yeah. Yeah. that's going to be old news by the time this episode goes out. Yep, that um, be months ago. I feel like we should allow you an opportunity just to mention mm. a certain shootout in Mexico, I believe, was it? <laughs> I, I haven't read the article. Oh, okay. I couldn't bring myself to read the whole article. Oh. Uh, when I found that and posted it to the group chat, it gave me a pang of nostalgia yeah. for just a brief second missing the old show. Yeah. Because it would have been perfect for is that Star Trek. But um, no, I haven't actually got around to reading it. Basically, I just posted it based on the headline. Yeah. So basically the headline was about a shootout in which a, a monkey was shot. It was a drug cartel shootout and a monkey got shot and he was wearing a b- bulletproof vest. He was, yeah. Um, but apparently that I think that's about it, actually, when I looked at the actual story. Yeah. Um, but it was also mentioned in the fact that drugs cartels seem to have a lot of animals, exotic animals. A couple of tigers have appeared during shootouts and stuff. Around. Just randomly yeah. let them out. Yeah. It's, well, if you want to be defended against... Uh, it's like, po- like poor man's Pokemon, I suppose. They just get out. Go, tiger, go! And no, that's the rich the back man's of the Pokemon, I think. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Poor man's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. If you're a poor man, you can't afford to buy your monkey a um, bulletproof vest. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Indeed. I think it was only a small monkey as well. I don't think it was a big monkey. Oh, so it's probably a child's bulletproof vest? Maybe, yeah, yeah. A capuchin, a capuchin. baby... Is that what it was? Baby, no, I'm just making sure. <laughs> baby rat, baby proof vest. I, get, I can't remember where I, my, when I read it, but it didn't seem like it was a big monkey. It wasn't a big It wasn't a baboon <laughs> or anything like that. It was, a, um, no, it was just like a small... Small like a, a cap- macaque. A small tiny, macaque. <laughs> a tiny thing. Brilliant. So, yeah. Um, there, um, there is one bit of podcast housekeeping we should probably bring up, mm. which is, and this is going to lose us a large chunk of our audience, but... Wipe your shoes before you get into the house. What's that? I thought there's the housekeeping. Oh, right. Oh, I didn't wipe my shoes. Well, that's why I'm bringing it up now. Interesting timing, but plowing <laughs> on through. Um, this will lose us a chunk of our audience, but of course this podcast no longer has any eligible bachelors by the time this goes up. We are yes. all married men on this we podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So there you Sorry, go. Congrats. Watch our numbers plummet. Congratulations, Andy. Oh, I wasn't going to let anybody know which one of us got married. Oh, well, well I think we've mentioned in the past yeah, we're that we're already married. married. Oh. Not to each other. Congratulations. I'm sorry I got very drunk at your wedding. That's okay. I forgive you. Drunk I wish you hadn't become... said what you said during the speech, <laughs> but, you know, I, I forgive you. I was pleased, though, because drunk Steve becomes dancing Steve. <laughs> and then fall asleep on the grass, Steve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a la my wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. No, it was a great day. Thanks, Andy, for inviting us. And now really if we can just take it. an alternate take, just in case it all goes terribly oh, wrong, right, and yeah. I'll edit it out in post. Okay. How, how's Corinne? Have you heard from her? No. Um, she drained our bank account. Um, Shit. I think she went on the honeymoon on her own. I hope she went on the honeymoon on her own. She went with that bartender from the fort. Um, not happy. Shifty Pete. Shifty Pete. That's what I get for hiring a bartender called Shifty Pete for my wedding, though, <laughs> to be should, fair. should have... And he, yeah. was, he was gorgeous. He yeah. was. I was just inviting hey, trouble on the first day of my I marriage. I mounted into his eyes straight away. <laughs> I can't believe, though, that she actually got you to hire him because she'd been having an affair with him so long she'd been playing the long con this whole time just Absolutely. to get your money. Yeah. yeah. But she still married you. To get yeah. his money. It's a, it's well. a long con for very little payoff, <laughs> yeah. as she found. Yeah, yeah Um Well, but yeah. uh, sympathies. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I'll yeah, probably yeah, edit all that and post those, those yeah. so we, we won't need to use it. And I'm sorry I didn't get drunk at your wedding. I didn't need nothing to take on that one. 
Right, good. Mm. Are we ready for this? Oh, we're ready for this. Are we ready for this? Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. So, please do. So, in this episode, we are looking at, in my humble opinion, one of the best films ever. It's a film that, as we were discussing earlier on, Andy hasn't seen this film for a long, long time. He made a lot of notes whilst watching this film. Yeah. Myself and Steve... I've, well, it was your choice. It was my choice. But I am. I, I love this film. I didn't really make many notes because actually I felt that I, I'm so stirred by this music. This is one of the greatest. <laughs> this is one. Of the, this is what's so good about this. This is how it starts. This is one of the greatest themes ever. Just drink it. Hang on. It's just moments like this that make me pleased we, we do this podcast. I don't think I made too many notes, not only because I was just enjoying watching the film, but also I don't know if I needed to make notes because I can join in whatever you're talking about <laughs> because I probably know it all quite so well. But in case you don't know mm. what we're talking about, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves was released on the 14th of June 1991 in the USA and on the 19th of July in the UK. It stars the hunk himself, Kevin Costner, as There's Robin someone Hood. whose eyes I could drown. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> and his butt. Robin Hood. Morgan Freeman as... Drowned in his butt. <laughs> his butt was drowning in the film. Yeah. Um, Morgan Freeman, as he does introduce himself as a couple of times, and I've never really noticed, but Morgan Freeman's playing Azim Eden Bashir al-Bakir mm. and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio, yep. which I found more difficult to say than Morgan Freeman's <laughs> name in this, as Lady Marion, directed by Kevin Reynolds, who went on to direct... Waterworld oh, film. and The Count of Monte Cristo which I haven't also seen also a film I yes. have not seen that <laughs> what The Count of Monte Cristo mm. no I've never seen it uh, is it about the creation of the sandwich yeah <laughs> cool <laughs> uh, it was written by we'll have to turn Pat this music Denshaw. down a little bit yeah we're coming to the end I think Pat... no it goes on for oh, a bit oh is it oh okay yep. uh, it was written by Pat Densham and John Watson uh, with music as we hear that, right now that's not strictly true and Ruby Wax and, a th- and another comedian yes <laughs> what wrote it Parts of it. Oh, okay. We'll get to oh, the we'll trip. Yeah, we'll get oh, okay, to this. That's good. Uh, with uh, music by the great Michael Kamen that you are hearing right at this very moment in time. Any more films that you know of Michael Kamen's? I'm sh- sure we've already mentioned some of Michael, Michael Kamen's. Michael Kamen, uh, he not only wrote the score for License to Kill, uh, so th- this is a real uh, peak time for Michael Kamen. License to Kill, he also wrote the first three Die Hard films, score four, mm. and also the four Lethal Weapon films uh, he wrote scores for, um, as well as um, amongst other films along the, along the time. Uh, it had a budget of $48 million, and at the box office made over $390 million. It was a smash. It was Is a it second biggest success. film of the year in the US? First biggest over here? Possibly. Second to Terminator 2 yeah, in the US? Right. Possibly, yeah, yeah. But first over Terminator 2 over here, because it was a 15, of course, Terminator 2. Yep. Whereas this film was a PG, which is again a very, something we're going to very uh, risky PG. Something in we're some going to be getting to. We're going to talk about how you see thirty seconds of Madonna's boobs in this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and Andy just messages us, us messages us for the rest of the week saying, mm. "How is this a PG?" Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, there we go. Right, good. So um, that's uh, that's the basic gist. Of the Andy. film, Andy. Can I pop one more segment in quickly before we go to the break? Yeah, that's no, fine. Uh, in what I fear is now becoming a slow reoccurring segment, um, 
Obviously, as we know, I have a slightly more filmic background than you two. I have an academic film career. I yeah. studied film at university, and that's made me... Uh, technically, so did I, but yeah. You did animation. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I mean... Still had to watch films. More... You had to watch films, but I had to study films, oh. Steve. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I'm slightly more attuned. when you pull this card out yeah, every yeah. single film. It's like, it's well, I'm right. Every time, isn't it? Well, yeah. I'm right because... <laughs> I've got a useless degree. <laughs> as we, yeah. Oh yes, yes, I do. Um, it's all right. I say we, that from someone with a useless degree. As we discovered last episode, I'm particularly attuned at picking out the secret subplots yes, in films. Of course, this uh, film. Mm. I don't know if you watched it. You guys were probably too busy enjoying it, not pulling it apart and writing notes. This film <laughs> is basically a beat by beat proto plan for the January sixth interaction. Do you not pick up on this? The mm. the uh, capital riot shaman was in it, leading the Scottish at one point. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. uh, they have a rally that then leads the peasants to try and storm the capital. I mean, if you consider Nottingham Castle the capital, mm-hmm. um, there's there's loads. Of, I'll, I'll bring it up as we go through. But nice. I just thought it was worth pointing out. If you're watching this thinking it's Robin Hood. Oh, your son. Guess again. This was this was a battle plan for the January sixth capital insurrection. A good thirty years in the making. <laughs> good to know. Nice. Okay. Um, do, I, do, do we do a synopsis now? I can't remember. Do we? Do we should we go for a break now, or should we do a bit of a synopsis? Synopsis. First, yeah. synopsis? yeah. Round it up, Rich. Oh, do you want me to do Steve? I was going to say Steve to give us a synopsis. Uh, okay. So this uh, this film's about Robin Hood. Uh, he robs for the rich, gives to the poor. Boom. We rarely see him give to the poor in this film, though, do we? He stores it in a big treehouse, yeah. a la Ewoks. I mean, I suppose he is kind of poor. I think but... there's one moment where you kind of see them going through a, a village. And yeah, they, and they, they're passing they're out flinging and money stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're flinging money more, just flinging food. Yeah, yeah. And by that, I mean they're bunging stale bread at people's it heads. Gives, <laughs> it gives uh, old blind Duncan a massive chunk of bread at one point, doesn't he? It That's does. true. Yeah. Get that down your gob. What are you talking about now? <laughs> Not the bread. Uh, You've got to earn that bread somehow. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we start off... Um, in... I know I'm blind, but you don't have to take the piss this much. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I can go into more detailed synopsis if you'd like. Uh, just go, yeah. Just go, um, just... So we start off keep, in Jerusalem. No, <laughs> oh, no, so I'm not going to do this kind oh, of No, we're going scene by scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, start off with Robin Hood and the uh, Crusades. Comes back over to England. Oh, shit, his dad's dead. Um, he finds out pace, good, yeah, yep. finds out uh, he's got no money uh, he goes oh shit that Sheriff of Nottingham bloke's not very nice in that case fuck it fuck him up so he um, <laughs> he steals from the rich and gives to the poor they live in the woods yep. got an Ewok village going on yep um, yep. yep stuff happens uh, fire lots of fire because uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham's a fire starter, oh, sorry, a th- twisted fire starter. I thought you just had a, a, a moment there of like a, a flashback from when your childhood. Fire. fire, lots of fire. Anyway, so in Robin Hood. Isn't it? Um, yeah, then uh, Robin's like, oh, fuck, let's just kick their asses because we can because we've been training in the montage for 10 minutes so mm-hmm. we can do this. Yeah. So off they go with their little band of merry men. Um, for quite a well-planned out siege, to be fair, it wasn't too bad. They... Uh, it was quite a, a good siege thing. They brought gunpowder to a knife fight. They did. Are we talking about the final siege? Like yeah. when they go to rescue the... the yeah, we're there. To, to be hanged men. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's only a We're going to it in more detail later. Oh, no, no, we just skipped out the entire second act, but that's fine. What second act? 
the entire second act. We're going to go through that in, in a moment. No, 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 that's it's fine. The, the forest fine. happens. No, no. If we're doing a synopsis of the first and the third act, then that's fine. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll cover the second act in the next part, I guess. Nothing happens in the second act. Loads of stuff happens in the second act. We've got to go into that. So this is a brief synopsis. You're, no- you're making my brief synopsis too long. The Sheriff of Nottingham plans to steal the election, Steve. <laughs> in the second act. Do you want to carry on with a brief no, 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 you're doing a great you've job. You've angered Rich. No, you're doing a great job. Vice President, Vice President Gisborne <laughs> is there letting it all happen. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then Robin Hood wins. Oh, my combat! <laughs> he keeps insisting that Vice President Gisborne has the power to overturn the election yeah, yeah, and crown him king, but it's just, it's, it's there's just no legal happen. precedent. No. Did you just say Robin Williams? And Robin wins. Oh, Robin wins, sorry. And everyone is happy ever after. No, I've given up. No, I've given up. Oh, oh, oh you were doing a really good job, though. I was, you, you, you were. I was really through that. that. Yeah, 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 you were getting, getting really into it. Yeah, yeah, you were just about to get to the surprise cameo at the end. Yeah. Oh no, no, we're getting to no. that later on. Yeah. yeah, Robin Williams. Yeah. Oh, I'm King Richard. Oh, I'm not going to let you get married. I need you to join the the Avengers uh, initiative, Robin of Loxley. Did you? Uh, do you want to hear some trivia? I found oh. out today. You know, Robin Williams was originally cast as the Joker in the uh, 1989 Batman film. Really? Um, he was only cast because they wanted, um, what's his name originally to play it? Um, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson to play it. And by casting Robin Williams, it forced Jack Nicholson into taking the role. And Robin Williams was so pissed off that he tried to sue Warner Brothers against it. Wow. Facts of films. Oh, yep. Mm. Don't get that in some degree, do you? No, I, I didn't learn. I must have been out sick that day. <laughs> Robin Williams fax day. <laughs> I was there. Yeah? In the back row. Yeah. Yep. Right. Get back to your animation course, <laughs> you scum. <laughs> cool, right. That finishes section one of this episode. Uh, join us in a moment after this commercial break where we will uh, discuss the film in much, much, much more depth. Join us then. Are you a fan of James Bond and wish you could listen to a couple of blokes talk about the world's greatest secret agent? Well, now you can when you join Rich and Ash for Review to a Kill, where we discuss the films, history and current news from the world of 007. So if you love all things Bond, then search for Review to a Kill from wherever you get your podcasts. So, by the way, the writers... Pat Densham and John Watson. Uh, they seemed to do quite a lot of stuff afterwards, but I couldn't really find much. They did a lot, but, but you couldn't find voice. anything. They did. Well, they did. They did. They seemed to do like more producing and stuff. They didn't seem, but well, they did stuff, but not that I was like, oh, they also did this. There was all like seemed to be like little bits and things. So we we going again from the, mm. I didn't really We're going to get copyright striked. Oh, cool, nice. Um, so let us delve deep into the film. Um, who would like to begin? Uh, Me. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, my first line was, uh, oh, a text prologue. Uh, yes, that's true. Yep. Get, a bit um, of, uh, get a bit of prologue in text form. Mm. Yes. Is this after the music, though? Yeah. So my first note is, what's the Bayer Temperature doing there? There is that. <laughs> <laughs> because the whole thing starts over images of the Bayer Tapestry. Do you know why the Bayer Tapestry was there? Is it because she's sewing it later, she's embroidering it later on? No, it's the easiest accessible tapestry on hand at the time. Uh, the director liked the look of it. Literally, the only reason it's in there, <laughs> he liked the look of it and thought it would work well with the film. 
But you can see straight away why films like Robin and Men in Tights came, like it was the perfect time, perfect film to take the piss out of. Because it, as you know, it gets serious, and the more and more it goes along, mm-hmm. you can just add stupid bits in it, can't you? <laughs> I did write later ridiculous on bits like people with their knobs out. <laughs> I did write later on actually. This film gets less and less serious as it goes on. Yeah, I don't true. know. Don't know if anyone else picked up on that. It seems to be quite heavy to begin with, and all of a sudden it starts to get more comedic. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Especially at the end when mm. there's the whole like rape scene. Yeah, that's like hilarious. I mean. <laughs> It's not not hilarious. No, true. You get to see him do that weird thing with his legs. But we'll get to that. <laughs> oh no, some of us saw that. Ah, yeah, do you want to address oh, right. the so, elephant in the room? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, um, so once again, Andy Hello. Uh, managed to get... Uh, uh, um, uh, we all tried to watch the same version of the film. Um, How did that work out? It didn't work out very I well. I mean, I watched a two-hour, 20-something minute cut of it, Steve. Uh, how about you? How long was the one you watched? Yeah, same. same. Oh, yeah. Marvellous. Two hours, 20-something minutes? Something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, how long was your one, Rich? So, my one... What are we talking about? Hey. Um, I'm not stupid. All right, fine. Uh, I think it was about 114 minutes. So, <laughs> not as long as ours, then. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, <Pretty> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so I watched just the... You watched watch the, the theatrical DVD. version or yeah. the DVD version, which I so, think the DVD version is slightly different from the theatrical version, but we're about to find out exactly what's different. Yeah, because mm. yours was quite different. 14 minutes extra yeah. footage, we believe. Of which I feel like I'm going to I'm gonna have to go back and watch that somehow. But I couldn't really watch it through on the... T- I had to watch it. It was going all, it was all going a bit wrong. So I just watched the DVD because I was like, I've got the DVD. I'll just put the DVD on. That's fair. So, um, yeah. So I ended up not seeing some bits that you're going to be talking about. And I feel like I've never seen these bits. Um, but also I feel like maybe I shouldn't watch these bits because they're going to completely ruin the film. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, most of the bits don't really add anything to it, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a There's a completely new subplot they add. Oh, this is interesting, because I've not seen the original in 20 years, so I have no idea which bits I saw weren't in the main film. I will let you know. That'll be interesting. Oh, okay, fine. I'll, I'm I'll get an actual which list. subplot it was. I'll get an actual list at some point as well. Is it the subplot with Coolio? Then? Yep. Cool. Spoilers. Uh, right. Uh, who wants to uh, mention the Bayo Tapestry, which was, like, a lot later than... No, it was a lot earlier. A lot earlier. So. Earlier than, uh, than the actual film is set. Yep. Um, it's about 200 years before the Crusades. Yep. Um, so, uh, so we were going to... Um, so you mentioned the, the title. Yeah, I didn't write the what the text prologue actually just said, but it was just like the, the Crusades, Crusades and... And, yeah. and the, their crusading. Yeah. And so many nobles didn't... Most of them didn't come back. No, because it was fucked cause up. Because they were Crusades. Mm-hmm. Um, crusading. Yep. Doing a bit of crusades. That's enough stuff. crusades. Yeah, um, well, they mentioned the crusades a lot. Crusades taught me that. Yep. Uh, Andy, have you got anything for this? Uh, no, my first note is when they're in Jerusalem, and, yep. and it's a question: Did ancient Jerusalem really have manhole covers? Because <laughs> they climb, they escape through the sewers, and then you see them lifting a manhole cover, a la nineteen eighties New York Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think the question is: Did uh, Jerusalem actually have sewers? Sewers, I could mm, mm. maybe not sewer tunnels, no. like, that. Yeah. like a sewage system, maybe. Yeah. yeah. 
Not big, proper tunnels. Uh, yeah, and they yeah. certainly wouldn't have had manhole covers, manhole covers no. which is just incredible. Just before that, he does also say the line, this is English courage in a very American accent. Yes. Oh, you mean English courage, American accent. There we go. That's yep. the one. Um, yeah, so there's a... It's straight away, we're off with the... But not only is it like he's not trying, he's also say, stating the fact that he is English. It's a, it's a great escape, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like the way he pulls the guy's arm in. Has I, no one ever tried I, that? I really wanted to see him then beat up the rest of the guards with the guy's dismembered hands that still would be tied to him. Yeah. And, like a swing ball. I remember when that first came out and we weren't sure if he tried to, if he'd like pulled his head in or his hand in. It's all like very quick action, mm. so it's like So they cut away at that bit in the theatrical version. Do you see like a hand ever so slightly? You see the actual chop lasts a bit longer, I believe. Right. Um, so you actually see it connect, I think, whereas in the theatrical version, you don't yeah. see that. And you hear the guy go, judo, chop! Yeah. <laughs> As he does that. Um, but he can only save Azim and Peter. Mm. He can't save anyone else. Apparently not. Even though the guy's keys are probably on the floor and he could have just picked them up off his yeah. corpse and I'm sure chucked them to the guys. There's one and... guy that's shouting, take us with you, and he's only yeah. tied up with rope as well, I'm nah, sure. Nah, they're all chained. Are they all chained? You well, sure? Yeah. Because it looked to me like he was chained up rope as well. Chained up. I mean, the first guy they try to help is chained up, aren't they? Yeah. Isn't he? They're all yeah. chained. They're all chained. chained. Apart from Morgan Freeman, con- who's sentenced to death, yeah. and they've tied him up with yeah. rope. Yeah, convenient, convenient people aren't con- Oh, yeah, all the people that yeah. are sentenced to have their hands cut off, yeah. they're chained. chained. Right. But the guy that's sentenced to death is... Just tied, tied up. Tied right. up. Yeah. yeah, so he can conveniently escape. Yeah. But, hey. Um, so, shall we... Shall we mention the accents now? Go for it. Okay, so... I feel like we've touched on this already, but yeah. Um, so, uh, what's his name? I've forgotten Come his on. name already. You can do it. Kevin uh, Costner. Kevin Costner. Ryan Blessed. Yep. Kevin Costner hired a dialect coach to help him learn an English accent. Did he really? But the director did not want him to do an English accent, and there was a lot of back and forth, and there's actually a couple of scenes in there you can hear Kevin Costner trying to do an English accent. Oh, really? Um, like the first time you meet Wolf, is it the little kid? Yeah, up the tree. Up the tree. He's doing an English accent pretty poorly yeah, at that point. He's trying, um, but then it, it just kind of tapers off completely, and yeah, you yeah. never hear it again. Okay. But apparently, the director preferred it when they all spoke in their native yeah. accents. Mm. I suppose in the same because it doesn't make it. Otherwise, it becomes more comedic. If it depends if they accents, can't do a very good yeah. accent, I suppose. But if they could have done a passable accent, oh yeah, like, absolutely. But if they can't, I mean, maybe crazy then. thought. Maybe just cast an Englishman. But yeah, you wanted to sell though. Uh, yeah. You could have put Hugh Grant in it back in ninety one. That would have sold. No, not in ninety one. No, no. no Four Winds Funeral was until ninety four. That's when he started. Is he not known before Four Weddings? No, not really. Um, I think he's known in bit parts, I think, but mm. not. Who would have been the proto-Hugh Grant? Who was Colin Firth, or was he not a thing yet? No, Had he been Mr. Colin Darcy? No, he, he, Mr. Darcy. Rowan Atkinson? Yeah, yes. it should have just yeah, been Rowan no, Atkinson. Yes. Or, fuck it, have Alan Rickman play both roles. Yep. <laughs> he's great in this film. Oh, he, he, he both is roles. this film. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, but the, the funny thing is, actually, is he's like such a big role for Alan Rickman, but I think Die Hard was his, his first... Yeah. Film role, yeah. Um, oh, really? So, it, which that. is only like two years before. So he <clears> must have literally gone straight from filming one to the other, probably. Um, and um, yeah, and so he, you know, he and by that, so that by that point, he'd already cemented his his uh, place as the <laughs> as the, the bad the guy. amazing villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But um, Kevin Costner, he must have had a really good string of films around that time. Yeah, he did this. Uh, Field of Dreams must have been around the same Field sort of, of time. Field of Dreams, not too far away. Waterworld was a few years after. A few years after. Dances with Wolves yep. was the year before this came out. Uh, this might have been his last film because I think it... Oh, no, because Waterworld JFK. was afterwards. Yeah, Waterworld was People seem to think this is the film that kind of ended his career. What, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? No, it's probably Waterworld. Well, Waterworld, 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 Waterworld would, would have been career. the one yeah, that ended yeah. his career, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, when was the Postman? I think that was after Waterworld. Was that after Waterworld? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. That it was, was like the, the second the bullet in the head to stop yeah, him from yeah. getting back up. Yeah. Although I think he's, there's been some things he's been in more recent years. Which he was uh, Superman. He was uh, oh, yeah, Thingy Ken. Yeah. So he's kind of... Died a pointless death walking into a tornado to save a dog. His son could have saved him. He's Superman, but he told him, no, don't save me. Don't let the world know about your gift. Uh, I just want to be in this film for a brief cameo, yeah. and I'm gone. Watch like me the wind. step into the tornado. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> and go back to my home planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he seems to have had a, a slight renaissance of recent years. Yeah, Actually, r- real more. quick, going full circle there. Hmm. Do you remember who played um, Clark Kent's uh, biological father in that film? Russell Crowe. What did Russell Crowe do in 2013? Robin Hood. Starred as Robin Hood. There you go. Wow. It's a conspiracy. It is. (laughs) Um, So uh, uh, he was also in uh, JFK as well in the early 90s. Mm. Was he in The Untouchables? Yes, he was. was in The Untouchables. With Mm. Sean Connery. Yeah, Mm. late late 80s. Oh, of course. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Um, Who managed... Oh, we'll get that later. I wonder who it was, was the, the, the one that persuaded him to be in it. Um, Fuck no, it, let's talk know. about it now Because I do know I he comes straight off the set of Highlander 2 The Quickening uh, yes. Where he recorded he did. this yep. And he made, was it quarter of a mil mm-hmm. For like the 40 seconds he's on screen Which mm-hmm. was all donated to charity I believe nice. yeah. um, So um, Yeah, so Sean Connery He's there at the end yeah, oh, With his I Scottish mm-hmm. accent mm-hmm. playing the King of England Yeah, who, who was actually French Yeah, our French speaking king's gone to Jerusalem for four years And come back with a thick Scottish yeah. brogue and, Brilliant and, and is a lot older than he <laughs> probably was when he died in real life Yeah <laughs> uh, other than that It's, it's yeah, historically accurate, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can I mention something quite important in this scene please um, After his friend dies Peter. Oh, after they get out of the manhole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. after they get out of the manhole and his friend dies, themselves down obviously there. dying, obviously. Yeah, he gets hit by a sniper. Yep. Yeah. Um, straight through the heart. Um, melon. <laughs> Where did the melon come from? Oh, yeah, he, oh, um, yeah. he Aladdin's a melon as they're yeah. escaping through the street. It's almost like he's just taking it from a market store, but it's middle of the night. So, so he just has a melon. Yeah, it's one of those midnight melons. Yeah, start, yeah. Starts <laughs> riff, raff, street rat. Because Lizzie was sitting watching this with me, and she said, where did the melon come from? And I was like, I've literally just written melon. Where did the melon come from? I thought you said lift it off a stall as they run past. No. Or did I imagine that? Well, yeah, but there wouldn't I be any... I don't think so. Surely there wouldn't be any stalls just leaving their melons no. around. Don't leave your wares out. At night, do you? I don't know. I, well, I don't know, know enough about... I mean, June. I didn't even know they had um, manhole covers in ancient Jerusalem, so I really aren't the one to be asking about what they did with their that's, melons at night. Yeah, that's not what he meant when he said she's she's got her melons out. <laughs> I thought Madonna was going to turn up at that point. <laughs> and then all that of a sudden, a <laughs> it went from one How? melon, one melon, yeah. to Three melons. No, he just cut them in no. half. No, he twisted no. them half. You saw He's him snap no, no, twisting half. He was twisting my melon, man. Yeah. And then he has two in the crook of his arm. 
Don't believe me? Look it up. All right, okay. No, so they're goiters. See, this, is the, this was a whole extra two minutes of film. You <laughs> this, it was all about melons. This, is this the extra subplot you were talking this about? Kept me, <laughs> this kept me going for ages. I was like, where did the melon come from? And he's eating it like a savage. And I was like, I'll give oi, him a oi, break. Oi, 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 oi. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. He is a savage, but he's no more savage <laughs> than the rest of us. Choose your words wisely. I'm talking about friend. Robin Hood. Right, oh, okay, that's yeah. fine. Um, and... He was eating the melon, and then all of a sudden, two more melons appeared. It was like, did that melon have two more melons? Did they have smiley faces? Yeah. Or were they running alongside? Like, what them? the fuck? Like, <laughs> As they were running down, you could see the, the melons on sticks bobbing along yeah. the road. I'm like, fucking hell, this is brilliant. Just, yeah, <laughs> I think you should have handed him another melon, and Kevin Costner should have been like, oh, I've just had melon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want melon. You've you got, got anything savoury. Yeah. Yeah. You've got any cheese sticks. <laughs> I'm not sure if this was... The, I thought this was the starter, but it seems like it's the main and dessert yeah. as well. Got a prawn oh. cocktail together. I mean, it? it's three yeah. of my five a day, I guess. But. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I. Uh, then my next note is, Gordon's alive. Gordon's alive. Brian Absolutely. Blessed in probably the most restrained performance of his life. Yeah, yeah. Is, isn't it? He was phoning that in, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Did you see... Uh, it's apart from the end. He has a little burst of energy at the end, doesn't he? Yeah. Did you see he almost got killed filming the death scene? Yes. I'm not sure what the specifics are. I just saw I he did. almost got killed. Oh, marvellous. Uh, he fell off his horse. It reared up when he got outside in front of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> reared up. He fell off. The horse trampled him. He got up, went, should we go for another take? Got back on the horse and carried on. Fair yes. enough. That's, That's Brian Blessed. Blessed. Yep. Yeah. Bless him. Mm. Brian Blessing. I'll go for another take. <laughs> so actually, my third note is, fuck, yeah. it's the clan. <laughs> Why? Like, the clan meets eyes wide shut. They look like they're about to go to a sex party with no black people at. Yeah. Which is like, Jess, was, Jess said to me, she was like, who, so who are these? I was like, well, it's the Sheriff Nottingham's mm. men. I don't think they need to be wearing that. So is it? So is it actually the sheriff Nottingham and the other barons? Are they the yeah. ones in the? I believe. I guess no, that's no, no, the implication. No, because he's waiting for the barons to arrive. Then why he? is he he's dressed his men up in white? Because the barons are wearing the same white gear at the end round the table. Yeah, uh, so maybe. it must be. Well, maybe it is then. But that's the only was, um, logical explanation. Yeah, maybe it is. Unless then. they've just come from a clan meeting. His men, and it was just convenient. They all go to maybe, the same. But one. I just thought they kept. They keep mentioning, as the film goes on, that the barons are only eight days away or six days away. Yeah, he right. needs the money to pay the barons off. Mm. So No idea. Plot hole. Mm. Um, right. They were probably all scarecrows, note. right? <laughs> Plot hole. <laughs> they were probably just... It was yeah. just the Sheriff of Nottingham and 18 scarecrows. So, and maybe his cousin. <laughs> my note here was, he says, never fear. Next minute, he dead. <laughs> <laughs> Like, ooh, dear. Um, and to be fair, running, riding down a hill towards lots of people mm. in Cape... To be fair, they didn't have weapons drawn either. They were just holding torches. torches. So, I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter. But, um, but I do like the fact that Blessed does have a little burst of energy at the end and yeah. does shout out something. Never fear! Go <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, and does a bit of a... <laughs> And then, uh, then I put, it's the sheriff. I love Alan Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree, can yeah. we not, that we all Locks love Alan Rickman. Yeah. And this is, the, uh, this is the second film. This is the second Alan Rickman film that we've yep. done. It is. Uh, since, we've, since we've begun this podcast, 
Um, this is the second Alan Rickman film, and I don't Correct. think I don't. I, there probably is uh, actors who have been in more than one film that we've maybe not noticed, but um, this is the the first proper lead. Yes. Uh, and he's playing a villain this time. He played a hero in the he last. He did, one. yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, indeed. Uh, which was weird that we went. Which was weird that we went that way round. Yeah, seeing as he's much more famous <laughs> for playing villainous characters. Yeah, and he is the best part of this film. Oh, he is. He is by great. Country Mile. Yes, he's great. Uh, do you want to? Yeah, do you want to do the uh, the Rickman trivia? Go on, then. Uh, me? Yeah, go on. Okay, so apparently, when you've been talking about this on your own, it feels like. Yeah, we do a podcast together. Yeah, we, we do a pre-show podcast to this like podcast. A a, a I like movies without Rich. Yeah, yeah, it feels like there's been a bit of a conversation about this. There's the countdown show to I Like Movies, which comes out the Monday before. Yeah. And then there's I Like Movies After Dark, which we release 30 minutes after the original episode. Yeah. That's just us with our wangs out talking about all the hot parts of the film. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So... Um, just a lot of Steve talking about wanting to drown in Kevin Costner's butt this week. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a uh, anecdote for that as well. But anyway, moving on. Um, is it so, not his? No. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's a stump butt, isn't it? It's a stump butt. Is it really mm. a stump yeah, butt? Yeah, stump butt. Wow. I can tell you why as well. You probably know. We've, you we, read, we read the same thing, trivia, on IMDb. Uh, so yeah. a lot of our anecdotes. People probably that. aren't aware of IMDb trivia. It's something only me and Steve have access to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know whose butt it is? Uh, it's a stunt butt. It's a stunt butt. Yeah, it's Actually, a stunt, stunt double. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's a stunt double's butt. Yeah. Wow. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Save it for the butt oh, talk. Okay. Um, but uh, apparently, Alan Rickman, when he got brought onto the film, he was basically given carte blanche over his script um, to tweak as he liked. Um, it was the only way they could get him to sign on. I'm pretty he sure he turned it, it down like twice already. Yeah, turned oh, okay. it down twice, and then they were like, "I'll oh, just do what you want with the script." So apparently he sat in a Pizza Express with Ruby Wax and a... Pizza Hut, thank you. He's not Prince Andrew. No. <laughs> it was a Pizza Hut. I read somewhere else it was Pizza Express. Well, well I read bit... somewhere it was a Pizza Hut. I have read early. both. It was a bit early. Did, okay. When did Pizza Express start? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. find out when Pizza Express started, because okay. I don't think it was around. Well, I, I read a version of both. A Pizza Emporium. Yes. A Pizza part. Restaurant. Yes. Um, and he... Uh, it was Ruby Wax and a theatre writer but i can't remember the theater writer's name and um apparently they went through his script and edited it so a lot of the stuff that comes up is um he said it was rewritten go andy time to play a classic round of when did pizza express first come to the uk go on let's both have a guess what year do you reckon um i'd say like late 90s 98 98, Steve? It's going 91, because that fits in with my narrative for this. 1965, wow. the first Pizza okay. Express so branch opened. So it could have been yeah. crazy. So, yeah, I, I apologise. It might have been Pizza Express. I read Pizza Hut. I, I did, and then I read Pizza Express. So, who knows? We'll reach out and uh, reach out to their people, their yeah. PR teams, mm. and we'll get back to you and find out which one it was. Can, yeah, we can find out from Ruby Wax, which was it. Yeah. So, Ruby Wax was the co-author of uh, some of her, his most classic so. lines. Spiced yeah. up all his dialogue. Wow. And he ad-libbed a lot on set, he did ad-lib he? a lot on yeah. set. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very clear which lines are ad-libbed. Yep. <laughs> it's all right, we'll come to those as well, Rich. That's fine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Cool. So uh, then they land at Dover. God, he loves that sand, doesn't he? Oh, he I'm does, making sand loves... angels. Oh, yeah. I'm licking the sand. Oh, I'm just eating mouthfuls of sand. Oh. Thank Christ, this ain't melon. <laughs> I've had nothing but melon for four months. Um, is four months a realistic? Well, this is why period thought. of time. Here we go. Four Back months then? later, I, I thought that's that maybe I seemed a bit quick. 
seems that they're going to have to spend a lot of time just getting out of Jerusalem. Yeah, escaping Jerusalem escaping alive. Jerusalem and then trying to find someone that they can get help to get home. Now, what we do know about this a, film... A, a shave and a haircut. Mm. Teleporters exist. Right. Well, we, we do find out that straight away as soon as they land in Dover. Pretty much. Ah, now this is the thing. Ah. We think it's Dover because of the white cliffs. Yeah. Yeah? Doesn't say that. Dover. I've read some interpretations that it could be slightly higher up the coast, so it makes travel slightly more reasonable. Not that reasonable, though. No. So... You mean they didn't go to Nottingham via Hadrian's Wall? <laughs> it is 190 miles from Dover to Nottingham. Yeah, right. Which would take 72 hours if you walked it straight. Right. And they do it in a day. That's not to count... Before nightfall, they actually do it. Indeed, before nightfall. Before nightfall. But that doesn't account for their slight detour around Hadrian's Wall, wall yeah. which is obviously further north, yeah. Yeah. which would add mm. an extra however many miles on. Mm. So what we're saying is it's bollocks. It's all bollocks. <laughs> it's all made up. Because even if they were to land further north, Nottingham was pretty much in the It would the still be about land, two yeah. days' travel. Yeah. Mm. Um, and also, he says we'll get there before nightfall, yeah. and when they arrive there, it's pitch black. Yep. <laughs> it's early morning. What? Clearly. It's the only way it works out. It was really early morning. Well, yeah, three days later. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there by nightfall. Yeah. Two days. Didn't say which nightfall. In seventy-two yeah. hours, we were there. Uh, just before we jump ahead to that, can I ask yeah. a quick question? Because I don't know if I missed something. Because I was writing notes at this point. But what was the deal with the guy when they got off the boat on the beach? Like the guy trying to like jump. Oh no! So, um, so Robin Hood paid those guys with no money because he doesn't have any. Yeah. To to capture. Azim. To take out Azim, because Azim won't leave him alone. Yeah. He's like, he's like no, no, no. I release you from your vow, please yeah. leave. And Azim's like, no, I'm no, not leaving. I'm not. So oh. he gives the nod to the guy who then tries to take him out. Because yeah. I thought the idea was the guy was supposed to be trying to take, like, had been paid to pretend to take out Robin Hood. Then Azim would stand, step in, thus completing his oh, onus. Oh, I see. Um, but no. even that didn't make sense. No. no. So, okay, fair enough. That's why I was walking I away... Robin says, I, you, you understand, I had to try. And Azim says, I would have succeeded. Yeah. Because I'm it's better like, than you. Fuck you, Robin. Because yeah. I'm the painted more. Yes. Fuck you. Did Robin. God paint you? <laughs> there's a few, there's a few, <laughs> a few times they mentioned my painted friend and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is a bit, you just get away with it in the 90s. Apparently so. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, okay, this might be me being massive naive. I thought the painted thing was in reference to like no. the no, no, uh, like no, the no. facial tattoo. No, no, no it's, it's, being it's being black. Oh, okay. Sorry. I Wow, I was super naive going this <laughs> out there. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was just to do with like the uh, like the, the facial tattooing he had. No, because no. kids like to God paint you. Oh. Again, I just thought it was to do with the dots. Yeah, no, it's, um, no, he's, it's saying because he's black. Oh, it's yeah. Well, it's I don't like, see race, so you know. How no, these things no, are. which is yeah. great. That that's the way you you thought about it. I just you know watched those moments and was like, oh, helicopter. Uh, we are recording directly underneath Richard's helipad. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. Oh, Jess is doing the shopping back from Lidl. <laughs> She's gonna be so mad when she sees what I've done to your back fence. <laughs> yeah, I, I smashed his back fence. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to make that yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So yeah, so there are some definite. Um, moments 
Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm, yes, I'm there just are. stupidly naive then. I didn't say it that way. No, which is good. I, I love your... Naivety. I love your childish uh, brain. <laughs> Does Robin Hood insinuate that he dates rape women using mistletoe? Is that too much of a read into that? I um, think so. I'm pretty sure that's insinuated. Yeah? Yeah. I, I thought it was insinuated. Mm-hmm. They weren't necessarily talking about Christmas. He wasn't doing the whole thing where you hold mistletoe over your belt and go, you know, I get a lot of action with this around the no, uh, no. Yuletide season. He says he says something about... Using on he, ladies. Yeah. He, yeah, he says using on ladies. He mm. doesn't say he's... I don't know. I can't, I can't remember what he says, but it's something about it really insinuated he date-raped women. I... I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe. maybe I didn't. I didn't. You're I didn't. too naive for that. Yeah, no, indeed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't see date rape right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until it's right on top of you. Oh, God. <laughs> and then uh, there's some serious issues amongst us. Lot. <laughs> and then we meet Guy Gisborne. We do meet the Guy Gisborne, who I would like to say that I I don't know why, but I didn't realise watching it in previous years. <clears throat> the last night when I actually watched this again. I didn't realise how shit he is uh, mm. at his job. Yep. <laughs> um, but I, I've just always thought he was a bit, you know, he's just diminished. But then he's just like, he's really rubbish. He's not brilliant. He orders a guy to chop down the tree with a hand axe. Yeah. Mm. Like a, an actual battle axe. Does he not realise that's solid English oak? Mm. Ain't going anywhere, is it? No. Yeah. And I'm not being funny. It wasn't a particularly tall tree. You could stand on that wall and reach back his leg. Which, yeah. as we find out later on... They make excellent doors. doors. Yeah. Yeah, until they don't. Yeah. yeah. As we found out later on from kick that. Him, kick them down. Uh, should we... What was the guy's name? Gaius Gisborne. Guy, Guy of, of Gisborne. Guy of Gisborne. Should we recognise the actor that played him from anything? No. Alien he, Resurrection. He, I think that's really? really? He's, he's a, played a couple of sort of uh, minor he's been, no, parts. He's been, a, he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, just but, not um, anything really noticeable. He doesn't play the main the main characters at all, does he? He's always back. He's always kind of a... Yeah, he's always kind of a... And, and, and other part, I think, yeah. Now, he's American. Hmm? He's American. Yeah. But, well, quite clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, why is every shot of him very close to his face? He does, actually. Now you every it. shot <laughs> is Lots very close, close to his face. I don't know why they decided to do that. It doesn't make him look menacing. It's just like looks like the cameraman has stumbled a bit and gone a bit too close to his face. <laughs> it's just a bit odd. Maybe just the director was just in love with him. Maybe. It's like, get up there. Yeah. Get in Guy's closer. face. No, closer. Cl- closer. Ah! <laughs> too close. <laughs> so it's around this point that they start discussing why um, Morgan Freeman's character was actually in prison in Jerusalem. Did you catch yes. that? Yeah, they yeah. Did, which is, you've just been together for four months mm. fleeing a country on a boat and oh, this yeah, but is the, the first time you ask what were you in for they weren't filming them at that point though, were yeah, they? True. no 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 <laughs> that, that's true but. <laughs> no he does say so there have been four months travelling together mm. and yeah. he says you haven't even told me anything about yourself no it's like really surely you would have asked this maybe at least three months ago yeah like yeah. A, a couple of days in surely yeah. isn't that it's the first thing you silence. ask when you're in prison yeah. is yeah. what are you in for yeah what, why are you here after can you pass the soap <laughs> this, as we've noticed, he's got a lovely behind. He doesn't want to get that. That's <laughs> true. Um, there's some very, as we find with Duncan, some very classic English actors mm. who are um, not necessarily the most famous people. No, they're but just they're kind all of there, aren't they? Been in things that um, that you can kind of point them out as as a note. Uh, you know, things like Duncan. And the guy that plays Bull, um, 
uh, he they were both in episodes of Only Fools and Horses. Mm. Like episodes <laughs> of Only Fools and Horses. In fact, I've got to find out what Duncan's name. Actually, is learning is. that makes something we were discussing off mic, Steve, a, a lot more reasonable, doesn't it? Rich, do you know who the original um, mm. person they wanted to cast for Friar Tuck was in this film? Uh, was it David Jason? No, it was Russ Abbott. Ah, oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, apparently so. Is um, they couldn't get their um, couldn't get their timetables to match up, could they? Mm. Oh my god, that would have made just oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> what we said. It would have been a perfect quite, yeah. film of all time. <laughs> you don't hear much from him anymore, do you, Russ Abbott? Isn't isn't the weird thing is as well? I don't think he's as old as you think he is. No, he, he, he turned up a couple of times stuff. on um. Harry Hill's TV Burp. Yeah, but even yeah. that was like 10 years ago. Yeah, well, yeah. He's uh, done a bit, few stage shows. So he was born in 1947. Mm. So... Hey, Russ Yeah. Uh, that would make him... Oh, 82. Well, he's getting on a bit, huh? No, it wouldn't. No, that is old. <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> 1947? 1947. Yeah. What year is it now? 2022. Yeah. What did I say? 82. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> Make him 75. 75. Sorry. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So maybe You've got to at least appreciate the confidence with which I said 82. Yeah, it, yeah. I did believe you, and then I suddenly was like, no, oh, wait. <laughs> um, There's been a lot of TV stuff recently. Right. I don't know. Is he still, yeah, is he still doing. Um, is he on, lo- he's on Love maybe? Island, isn't he, at the moment? <laughs> um, <laughs> it, I, I, well, he, he should be because they love a party, and he loves a party with some atmosphere. Stretch. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so yeah, I, well, that would have been great. I had no idea that they wanted um, Russ Abbott as the part of Friar Tuck. Yeah, there you go. Well, so they almost, almost, they gave one of the more, uh, the bigger roles of a hero to an Englishman. But not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly there. Um Sorry, if you carry on, I'm just going to find out what Duncan's name was in Only Fools and Horses. The sheriff's statue has hair like a Twi'lek, Steve. Yes. Or possibly like a... It looks a bit Lego-y, doesn't it? It looks like it he's look just, they Lego-y. just clip the hair onto the top of the statue. Yeah, it doesn't look like they put a lot of care and effort into that statue, really, No. It? No. But that's good, because they need to chisel a bit out of the cheek in about five minutes' time after that's the true. scene, they? They just kind of draw it on, though, don't they? I think someone like graffitis he... it, yeah. yeah. El Barto had been in the castle. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon it was Guy? Do you reckon Guy Gisborne went in there? <laughs> I think yeah, Guy Gisborne... Gisborne might be Banksy. Yeah. I have a theory. Is that the subplot I missed? I think so. <laughs> um, yeah, what is the subplot, Steve? Whilst he's Googling stuff, what's the subplot? We've got to subplot, yeah. Have we not, has it not started? No, no, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, uh, we do see stuff. a little bit of it. So we meet the witch for the first time I've got here, um, which you won't have seen, I don't Dirty think. Barry. Um, <laughs> so, excuse me. Duncan, in Only Fools and Horses, yeah, owns a uh, like a sex shop. Right. And his character is called Dirty Barry. Oh, there you go. So, there's a random bird um, in a scene where we see uh, Guy Gisborne goes back to report to um, Sheriff. Mm. Um, and I don't think you see the bird in your version. There's just a bird sat on a on a shelf. Not on a shelf, on like a perch. And um, I can't remember was what it an owl? says. No, it was like a falcony type thing. Oh, okay. Um, no, it was a kestrel, in fact. And... Um, is this the scene with the blood egg? Yeah. Ooh. I think so. I put, ooh, a blood egg. Yeah, I, I think this I is I see it. the blood egg. You saw the blood egg? 
you probably didn't see him talking to the Kestrel. No. I think that bit was cut out. Right. Um, BBFC weren't allowed to put a Kestrel on a film no. and make it a PG. Yeah. So, most of the yeah, scenes... Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, oh, the, <laughs> the Kestrel, Kestrel had a massive horse just, cock. Yeah, constantly flashing. So, most of the scenes you won't see is the subplot, which is about the witch. And they build up the witch's background, and they also build up the fact that the Sheriff of Nottingham actually is a devil worshipper. Oh, um, yes. So there's lots of upside-down oh, crucifix and stuff. They're accusing people of being devil worshippers. Correct. Yeah. But he himself, but he is himself there's some is a devil There's pentagrams and such, isn't there? Yep, and oh. lots of upside-down crosses and, yeah. Oh, I get you. So is somewhat... her being his mother? Subplot. That's not in the original film? Nope. <gasps> so, turns out later on, he the witch... He, turns out to be his mother oh, really? had the child of the castle killed and him put into that position so Switcheroo. he is not the original sheriff in oh, Nottingham. Okay. all because she wants to get her gammy genetics into the royal bloodline correct and there are some extra shots of holes around the castle in the walls um where she's looking through oh that whole thing was Oh, I've got... That's a brilliant bit. Right, we'll talk about that later on, yeah. Um, And we'll go into that in more detail later. (laughs) Some bots. I've only just watched the bloody film. I'm going to have to watch it all again now. So, can we just say, Mm. why does Loxley live in a ruin? He doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's been burnt out. Yeah. It doesn't get that old and ruined. His dad doesn't keep up on the upkeep because he's just been hanging around. When he (laughs) when he walks out of that castle to see the KKK, it still looks like a ruin. Did it? Yeah. Did it? I thought it was was a full castle at that point. I'm not sure. I think it was all right. Okay. But yeah, it just became ruined because they burnt it very quickly. Ruined though. Yeah. Like oh yeah, when he's a hundred. Couple of hundred years old ruin. Yeah, no, there, there's yeah. a, um, a producer's cut that's two hours forty minutes long, and there's yeah, a, an extra sequence where you see the clan going round after they've killed Blessed and just pushing bits of the wall over. Okay, <laughs> just going, oh, we thought it would be more sturdy construction than this, but yeah. it is a couple of hundred years old already. Yeah. But okay, on this topic, yeah, Marion lives in a fucking ruin because that's exactly the same. There's bits of that that look clearly ruined, mm. And I guess it's because they wanted to film in real locations and they've obviously picked a location that is a ruin. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're right. Looking back, I think they might have used matte paintings in the first one to make it look less ruiny. And then it cuts back to it and it is, they're just filming the ruin. Mm. But it looks very ruined as opposed to it's just been burnt down in like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 it looks like a proper ruin. Yeah. But um, I think that's the uh, intention to believe that it was burnt down. It's just lazy filmmaking. <laughs> but at least they filmed on location in real places and didn't, oh, yeah, didn't do like yeah, yeah, shitty sets and yeah. stuff. Yeah, true. Um, and the budget wasn't particularly high for this either. So no? it was 40 mil, you said. 48 million, wasn't it? Which isn't, I suppose, in the 90s, it was fairly high. But I don't know. Well, it'd be interesting to know what, what, what was Batman's was budget in the 89? 48 million. Um, yeah, let's find out. What's Batman's budget? We go, yeah. we, let's go what to was his our, operating budget year in, year out to, our, to run the Batmobile with petrol, the price it is these to, days? Mm. Let's go to our scaleometer <laughs> of how does this compare against Batman? Yeah. <laughs> is that um, our uh, scale? Is it the Batman scale? Let's just go about the witch briefly then. Mm. When did that become part of the Robin Hood story? It did. It felt like that was like part of the King Arthur mythos, like sort of wedged right, in yeah, there, maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. I got. I got the impression, and doing a bit of reading before coming here, 
it was all made up for this film. Well, okay, like so it wasn't like it wasn't like Morgan Freeman's character, which is I, that's just my favourite anecdote about this film. So the, the producers watched a 1974 British series about Robin Hood and went, "We should make this into a film." That 1974 British series had a random Irish character that isn't part of the Robin Hood mythos, just right. jammed into it. Yeah, and they thought, excellent, but we'll like race swap the character and yeah, have him yeah. be a more. Right. But that character doesn't exist in any Robin Hood story apart from this 1974 BBC series. Yeah. That they just happened to watch and assumed, oh, that's that's just part yeah. of Robin Hood, this extra right. character. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so that's just my favourite thing, is that yeah. they just didn't bother doing that research and created <laughs> an entire, like, mainline character. Yeah. Nice. Uh, 35 million. Oh. Batman. Wow. That's quite so, low, And this it? was only two years later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so a considerable amount more, especially in yeah, the 90s. And I'd say Batman looks more expensive than this does. Hmm. Yeah, Batman's a lot more sets, though, isn't it? Whereas this is all shot... On location. Yeah, that's surely that would make it cheaper. Locations. I suppose they had to make the Ewok Village, which was probably quite a big build. Yeah, and there then you had some, to burn think, the Ewok Village. Yeah, I think some of the internal castle fighting sets... Oh, are, would have been sat on the stage, yeah. Sets. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, I just, uh, when I was just watching it with The Witch, I was like, yeah. No, it's all I, made up. I'm assuming this is just for this film. Yeah, all adapt, all made up for this film. Mm. Okay. Um, um, what have you got, Andy, next? Because oh, I skipped forward. Uh, <laughs> so th- at this point, they go to visit his neighbour, don't they? Because he's like, oh, Dad's been hanging around. Oh, no, he's dead. They go on to visit the neighbour. They oh, knock on the door. I've still got a little bit on this bit. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, no, go I've got for a bit it. more Loxley, uh, Loxley, Loxley um, Manor. Yeah. So I've got, oh, it's Blind Duncan. Mm-hmm. Um, just... Dirty Barry. Dirty Barry. Old vagina eyes himself. Yep. And, okay, why in films and TV do they always cut their palm if they're trying to it's draw like a, blood? Well, it's like a blood it's the most yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, but it? you don't cut your palm because you need your palm. Where do you cut when you help. need to swear a blood oath then, Steve? I do it on my arm. And just oh, yeah, you, in. you cut across a main artery. No, no, <laughs> on the back of your arm. Just on the back of your arm. I don't just know if you get one. a lot of just blood off the back I of your don't, arm. You get enough. Really? Send me like a point. Send me to prove a point. <laughs> just one drop. Just, come on. Well, so in some places, it. they're like, you need a drop of blood. So mm. they do it right across their palm. That's them fucked for the rest of well, she whatever. Well, the witch do her arm, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but the witch is pretty emo, isn't she? I mean, she's wearing different kind of content lenses. Yeah, she's cutting to film. But Robin Hood, who uses a sword a lot, who mm. uses a bow and arrow, not for an hour and a half into the film. But anyway, that's beside the point. We'll come to that. Um... He makes up for it later on, though. Yeah. And he turns he out cut- to be a naturally gifted archer, apparently. So. <laughs> um, cuts his palm. Well, that's his palm fucked, especially in that day and age, because yeah, yeah. of sepsis and all sorts of extra stuff. Yeah. Not many ladies around for a yeah. while. Especially yeah. given how prone he is to picking up fresh horse shit and rubbing it onto himself with his yeah, bare hands. Yeah, yeah. Well. Some infected exactly. <laughs> palm. That's it. Plus, Jump. you're going to need your palm to fire arrows, don't you? That's what, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And swords. Fire swords. You do need your palm to fire swords, yeah. All right, don't be pedantic. God, this doesn't travel very far. <laughs> um, so Point yeah, me so. towards danger. But, but yeah. However, you, you, you see him, like you say, you see him cut his palm, but do you yeah. actually see any blood? Because there's very little gore yeah. in this film. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, he squeezes it. Little blood comes out. Really thick, dark. We see more blood than Rich does. I still thought this was a very goreless film. I mean, don't you say you, you see a little bit painted on their faces after battles and stuff, but. What, like Al Gore? 
Yeah. <laughs> he's not in it anymore no, no, as much as you were hoping to. No. I was hoping he'd be in there just to make this film Apparently Brian super, Adams super is in this serious. Film. Hmm? Apparently Brian Adams is in this film. Is he? He's. Uh, I think there's like a band playing and he's... The, he's playing the lute or something. Oh, there in the you background. go. I didn't even notice that. One, no, I didn't notice until I was looking through people in it in IMDb. Ah. Um, and uh, I think him and other members of his band. Weirdly, the trivia of that doesn't. There is no trivia. No, it doesn't mention that. No, Brian Adams. No, no, Brian Adams. No, on the on the uncredited cast, he's on that. He's there. It's like Sean Connery, Brian Adams. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so they go to uh, Marion's. Yes, mm. ruin. It is. It's a ruin. <laughs> well, it's a Hobbit house, isn't it? Because yeah. they're forever bending down to get through doorways. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, blind man and uh, Morgan, Morgan, Freeman. Morgan Freeman get left outside, and yeah. blind man gets caught being super racist. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Yeah, yeah. Did you write that bit down? Uh, I wrote blind man gets caught being a racist, red-handed, and then I put the Ugo slash made Marion bait and switch was good. Uh, quickly followed by Maid Marion's a medieval shinobi. Yep. I love the way they introduce her in that, like, ninja suit. Hmm. So, but I, at no I, point in that fight, no. she, she didn't recognise him all the way no. through that fight until the very end, until yeah. he'd... Until he, then, she takes off she her, takes her helmet. Yeah, mm. and then he's... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's, she's like... It's oh. like backwards unmasking. <laughs> oh, it's you, yeah. Oh, I can see now, oh, I've taken yeah. this helmet off. <laughs> Oh, I was blind as a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I shouldn't really say that. Um, also, her being really good with a sword never comes into play again. This is it, what I it? was about to say. She stands around at that last fight mm. yeah. doing absolutely nothing when we already know she's kick-ass with a sword. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she candles his nips in that last fight, but that's about it. That's true. Yeah, don't yeah. Deep, but there's so many times during all that. And she's given... A, he the gives dagger. her a dagger yeah. and she ha- palms it off to Robin Hood going, I can't oh, use... I wouldn't even know how to load it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but Although then, we've just had a sword fight. Yeah, but we know that she's really, um, really handy. Makes no sense. No. No. I really so, wanted to see more of that ninja suit as well. She could have easily yeah. taken out... Uh, Alan Rickman yeah. on her own, on her own. But yeah. um, but she she starts off the film as like kick ass, a badass, and then she just turns woman. into a normal dame. She, yeah, it just mm. turns into a real like whimpering uh, dame. Yeah, it's a shame they went that way. A bit weird. Yeah. So, talking about her kick ass ninja robes, mm. should we talk about the historically accurate costumes at this point? I won't go into it too much. It's a film. We don't want to go into too much historically accurate on costumes. this film podcast. Yep. But obviously Lizzie was watching this really bit do with history, me. No, if I'm honest, you're not a fan. But no. But, you know. So Lizzie, as Bounce. I think we've mentioned, before, <laughs> don't ever say that again. Um, um, play tubes. Um, and <laughs> so Lizzie was watching this with me, and obviously Ooh, she good. is into her uh, her costumes. Yeah, this and is stuff like that. She's a good person to discuss. I've never even considered discussing. Costumes with Lizzie. So this is a whole new podcast. And she's an expert archer. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, first off is uh, Lizzie's costume with Lizzie. Yeah. Lizzie's costume discussion time. Oh, okay. Now so just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so basically, she was like, "What is going on with those costumes?" It's like, "Well, they're obviously not historical." And then she went off on one about them not being. So my notes get a bit iffy for a while because I had to pause it, talk to her about the historically inaccurate costumes. Um, but obviously... What, did you have to put her right? Yeah. No, I, I just let her go. Uh, no, 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 just no. Let sorry, her sorry. I think Kevin Costner knows what he's doing, love. <laughs> just let her talk. Um, their cloaks are too long, apparently. No point having cloaks that long. They wouldn't be wearing cloaks that long with horses. 
Because there is a lot of times when Alan Rookman looks like he's wearing a reverse like uh, wedding dress, doesn't it? Yeah, and he's just got a long train trailing behind him. Yep. Yeah, but well, he could. But so he can do a lot of swooshing, though. Mm. Also, I want to point out, Robin Hood doesn't really have a hood. It's more of just a ganged up scarf. Okay, so this is one of my main questions about it. They go from calling him Robin of Loxley to calling him Robin Hood. Yeah. Pretty quick. What is, why is he, what's, what's the hood bit? I've never actually Guy known. of Gizmond starts it by shouting into the forest, Robin of the Hood. Where does he get it? Oh, no, he actually starts it by telling Sheriff of Nottingham he was accosted by someone in a hood. Robin Hood was not... I'm saying no. Robin was not wearing a hood at that point yeah. in that fight. We're jumping on an awful chunk of this, but there is a point where um, we'll Guy of Gisborne yeah. basically wants to rage a PR war against Robin. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he says we can consider calling him Reeking Robin or Lethal Loxley. But right. yeah, they go end up going Robin of the Hood. Could it possibly be Hood in the sense of like you're a hoodlum as opposed to the I feel like clothing? Have, I might have to look this up at some point. Potentially, but um, yeah, the, he does at the start say he was wearing a hood. Mm. Wasn't wearing a hood in that fight. Mm. It is literally just a scarf. He's got, yeah, he's got like a poser scarf, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, Just a little bit of history for you, very quickly, though. I I think, and I may be completely wrong with this, but I believe that Robin of Loxley first appears in the book Ivanhoe, is where it comes from. Where the character comes from. Okay. Um, uh, And then it's it's kind of developed from there, I believe. That sounds like it makes sense. Um, Yeah. Costumes, completely inaccurate. Sorry, and it's nine o'clock, Steve. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I won't go into too much detail. Um, I like the costumes. I think they're quite cool. Um, I think they work for an action film. Yeah, so, I, I, I thought they were quite quite dashing. Yeah. I like um, his little studded random bits in his, uh, his armour. It's quite yeah. cool. Um, uh, so, sorry, very quickly. Um, apparently, um, it's been suggested... Uh, that Robin Hood was a stock alias used by thieves. Right. Uh, what appears to be the first known example of Robin Hood as a stock name for an outlaw dates to 1262, so later than the uh, the actual Robin Hood, um, in Berkshire, where the surname Robhod was applied to a man, apparently, because he had been outlawed. Oh, there you go. Mm. So, Interesting. There we go. Sorry, costumes. Uh, yeah, so that is costume talk. Um, I'll get... Get, next time we watch a film with historically accurate stuff, I'll get a proper report about I'm really, I'm, I'm sad we missed out on this segment when we did Ravenous. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she did mention that as well in Ravenous, yeah. I think. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll get her to... Humans weren't we do... that tasty in the 18th century. <laughs> pretty much. Next time, yeah, next time we do a, a historical film, we need a proper Lizzie... Okay. Lizzie's mm. Do clothing. Thoughts. Lizzie's clothing thoughts. She section. did also go into the next section, which was the telescope. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and how... She does astronomy as well. Uh, she she didn't think... Well, it's definitely... The telescope wouldn't have been invented by this point. Um, although I did say, well, he did make it himself with two lenses. So technically, mm. maybe he invented it. So, <gasps> Wow, I didn't even think that. Did He's they the not, inventor of the telescope. Did they not have... I thought they'd figured out lenses in the not, ancient Arabic world. I thought that was one of their gifts to us, along with, like, maths and... Uh, may- maybe. Maybe. Mm. maybe. The internet seemed to think it was stupid. Okay. But anyway, enough. who knows? Um, what, the, the telescope was stupid? Yeah, him having a telescope. Oh, okay. Uh, Can I, just, just real quick segue to the 2013 Robin Hood film. Yes. Uh, you want to talk about stupid historical inaccuracies. Mm. That also starts in Jerusalem and involves a man firing a Gatling... Arrow cannon. <laughs> oh no no! You're confusing that with the newest. Oh, Robin I, Hood. is that not the 2013 one? No, 
You're, you're thinking of the one with um, Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton, yeah. Mm. Um, in, which was like 2017, 2018, something like that, maybe? Something like that. Yeah. Jesus, we are making too many Robin Hood films. Oh, people. this was, this was oh, yeah. one of the things I did yeah. look up how many Robin Hood films are there. Yeah. And actually, I was going to do a, a little bit of a quiz later on for you to just keep naming Robin Hood films. Mm. But, um, but actually, we seem to be doing it anyway. Yeah, it, just, <laughs> <laughs> it went on way too long. Although I did lol when Robin Hood used the telescope and he thought they were right in front yeah, of him. Yeah, that's true. We have skipped ahead just a wee bit, though. There okay. is a great bit where uh, they are... Wait, is this... It's fine. There when they first around. use the telescope, yeah. are they on the wall of her castle and they yeah. see the men? Okay, no, I haven't jumped ahead then. We Conveniently get placed. Oh, we get the beautiful dramatic music sting as they drop a foot and a half into yeah, the hay yeah. bales. You mean the conveniently placed hay bales that yeah. foreshadow? Oh, when they conveniently pull a, placed many, hay bales many when they pull a full-on Assassin's Creed. Oh yes, <laughs> by jumping into the hay. Bales. Those hay bales are everywhere they yeah. need to be. Yeah. They're like the, the red explosive barrel in an action film. <laughs> yeah. Is the hay bale in this film? Yeah. Uh, now so I have a small uh, audio Did section I want to play. After Robin and um, Nasir? Azim. Azim. Flee um, Maid Marian's ruins. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. After ruining Maid Marian. The the cousin of the sheriff. Guy uh, of Gisborne. Guy of Gisborne turns up and says something to Maid Marian. And this... Uh, I watched four or five times because I could not understand what for the life of me what he said. So I've cleaned it up and I've actually added it to the soundboard. Right. So this was going to be a great game where I was going to say, what is this guy saying? But because I've cleaned it up so much, you can hear quite easily what he's saying. No. But, but hit it, Steve. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> so it clearly because you cleaned up says yeah, it's been sheltering outlaws lady lady mariam yeah what did you think it said i had no idea because when we watched it with like <laughs> all the background noise on and stuff it was <laughs> and we watched it four or five times and just could not for the life that of us figure because out what it was. It, uh, that was the only day that that actor couldn't make it so they got bobcat goldthwait to stand in <laughs> Yes, that's very that's a very good point. Mm. Um, uh, no, I, I think I did know what he said. If, it, if you'd have given me the original, mm. I think I probably would have. And then, but then he says something about you. Good job he didn't steal your virtue as well, or something as well. Oh, well, which he says, oh, he's stolen my horses yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's like Merlin it. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a little bit of it. sheltering out, Lord Lady Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I never noticed that before, but now I can't not notice that. <laughs> so I wrote fast travel unlocked. Because they've got their horses. That's true. Yeah, they picked up a mount. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, their horses got a punch. <laughs> I think there was one now I'm not one like the two of you to not normally notice kind of things like this, but there was one shot that I really liked when the horse jumps the wall, knocks the wall over and you yeah. can see them chasing in the background. 
I thought, that's nice. Fucks that horse up, though, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Jumping out over that oh, yeah, wall. There's, there's plenty of walls that this horse yeah. is knocking over. That and the arrow, isn't it? Isn't that yeah, the, yeah, 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 the arrow yeah, in the, the flank? Yeah. But when it jumps, it knocks down the wall and it reveals the pursuers. So this yeah. is the point where they decide, yeah, much like Han Solo, to flee into the asteroid field come <laughs> haunted forest. <laughs> and we get just the most beautiful, dramatic, slow zoom into fir trees. <laughs> it's, like, it's like re-watching fucking Twin Peaks again. I'm um, right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say something quite controversial. Bear in mind, I all do, trees look the same to you. Yeah, <laughs> I do really like this film, mm. but I think Dick Tracy mm. was shot far better than a lot of this film was. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't. I mean, it's comparing apples to oranges. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, it I, is. I can't say I'd that say I, it's a lot more style. This was very. There, there was quite a, lazy, a lot of lazy filmmaking in this film for a big tentpole action film. Mm. That it was quite by the books, but seeing the director's other work, kind of see it in his other work. There was certainly no. There wasn't any like particularly exciting cinematography. There was no like no. cool shots. No, no, no it was uh, all very. Maybe with the exception of the bit where. I mean, fuck me, how much money did they spend on a fog machine in this film? Yep. The, the bit le- a little later on where Robin turns up on the crest of the hill with yeah. like all the yeah. smoke. I mean, that was a cool That's shot. That's good. And the only other one was at the very, very end, but I will mention that when we come to it. Cool. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Um, uh, what have I got next? Um, so we get to the forest and they're crossing the water. Can anyone explain to me why he draws his sword to cross water? See how deep it was, wasn't he? But he can clearly see it's... Was he not washing his water. sword off because he Don't got think. blood on it from cutting used his it. hand? He cut his no, hand. No, he used a little knife. A little dagger. Oh, okay. No, in that case, yeah, no idea. I think but, he was just seeing how deep it was. But he could see the bottom of the water. It was a stream. Yeah, but it's, you know, it could be a. An but he can't. He can't see. Oh. I mean, he just said, didn't he? Can you imagine a way a way for us across then? And then it cuts that wide shot. And it's like walking across rocks. It's like ankle deep at work. Yeah, just walk across those rocks. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so, yeah. Then we get the American Gladiator-style fight yeah. between uh, Little John. John Little, um, you mean? Yeah, and I wrote, uh, sorry, John Little, uh, and I put a note here. Can't wait to see Robin v. Will Scarlet in the Metal Spheres in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to add anything to this before I jump to the next bit? Same scene, but um, further wrong. So, this uh, has a very um, Im- important... Uh, time of it, this is very relevant to my life this uh, scene we well, get a lot of stick water. fighting in the yeah. no in the woods because uh let me tell you a story um so many many years ago roughly probably i would imagine 1991 uh my brother was playing a computer game it would have been on commodore 64 i would imagine which was set up in the like middle room downstairs, um, and my mum and my dad were there, and my grandma, and he was playing uh, a computer game. So I would have been like seven, um, and he suddenly was like, "I can't do it. Oh, I just can't play this. I can't whatever, whatever he was trying to do in this game. I can't do it." To which I shouted, "Bollocks!" <laughs> right at the top of my voice, because I was like. He's saying, Hilarious. He's saying he can't do it, yeah. but it's just like it's bollocks means what a load of rubbish, yeah. right? 
to which then I just didn't realise that it was like a rude word. You're not supposed oh. to shout bollocks out <laughs> at people. To which my mum then had to explain to me like what it meant. But I was like, but that's what little John says. <laughs> when, uh, when, so that mm. my first like yeah. open swearing to everyone was because little John shouts bollocks <laughs> to Robin Hood. It's true. Um, when he says about we have nothing. Wow. So you got told off because of little John. So Nick Brimble... Uh, is one of my greatest heroes of all time. I didn't get told off. No, no. I didn't. I was, they just, I just had just the a, chat with they you. They just had the chat with me that maybe I shouldn't shout that out. Gave um, you some other pointers. Did your brother yeah, beat yeah. the video game? We're burying the leader. Uh, probably. Because once he just stopped, you know. Do you know what game it was? I have no idea. We'll ask him next time we see him. No, we yeah. wouldn't remember. It was just an old Commodore 64 game. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, Nick Brimble is one of my uh, my greatest heroes of all time. It's good. Thanks. Little John can also teleport. Can he? Can yeah. He? So uh, Robin Hood goes off the waterfall. Mm. Little John teleports from where he goes off the waterfall down onto the rock down below. That's true. In a yeah, split we second. don't see him yeah, climb down, true. do we? Um, <clears throat> and then we see him going, oh, I've killed him. And then uh, apparently Robin Hood can hide in two feet of water mm. because he pops up out of nowhere. Yeah. Stick to the plums. Stick to the plums. In he, he goes. real dirty in this yeah, fight, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? But, uh, stick to the back of the head as little John's walking away. Yeah, stick yeah, to the plums from yeah. underwater. So, but also, so you see Robin fall into the water. Yeah. Robin's water, and then it suddenly he's, little John's over, over the other there. side. Yeah. Mm. But he sticks the... He puts his stick in the water over the other side, nowhere yep. near where Robin Hood's just gone in. No, and he's like, "Oh, I can't find him." He's <laughs> like, "Well, maybe, maybe, maybe look in the right place." In. Yeah, you could probably see him if you turn around. Yeah, it's it two feet of water. Yeah, yeah. As we find out with the gag that he can stand up in water, yeah. which, according to Lizzie, again, really inaccurate. Your body would automatically go vertical at that point because your body would try and but not get if, you not if you got Robin Hood keeping you off your yeah, feet. Yeah, true, true. Is this where we get the phrase balls of solid rock? Mm -hmm. Balls of solid rock. It must have, yeah, that's true. Which is good because would they have had steel then? I suppose, yeah, uh, the sheriff references Spanish steel later on, doesn't he? So he could have had balls of steel. Much better than Sheffield. Um, well, yeah, and there was a kick to the balls from Marion onto Robin yep. earlier on. Well, in the film. It's true, yeah. Ball kicking, proving, and we know he has not got balls of rock. Yeah, he grimaced like a motherfucker. He yeah, did yeah, grimace yeah. like grimace. Yeah. Uh, we learn that the Merry Men are outlaws for not paying taxes, which technically makes them white collar criminals. Yep. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> they wanted for tax evasion, yeah. well, much like how we got Capone. How, how, how times change. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get out these days. Uh, I like the line that's Will Scarlet. He's full of piss and wind. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. The traditional phrase is piss and vinegar, right? Uh, uh, full of piss it? and vinegar. It means he's like a, a bit of an arsey sort of fellow. Right. Mm. I just liked. Don't worry about him. He's just full of piss and wind. That is yeah. that is good. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I jump to a very classic line. Next. Yeah. So do I. My, my line is it's the very classic line. Would you like me to play it? I don't know. Where are, you, are you up to this line? Where are, you, where are you next? I don't know. My next note is Robin hugs men, slaps women's asses, and gooses priests. I'm not sure where that fits in. So no, just, just before the line. Just oh, before the line, yeah. yeah. He does. He, he does, gooses a priest. Yeah. But yeah, he also slaps uh, Maid Marian's arse. He at does. Point, he does, yeah. yeah. yeah that's when, he's, when, he, when he leaves, just before. <laughs> just before he gets on the horse. Um, 
And yeah. Apparently, the reason in this bit here as well, just before we get to the classic line, um, Maid Marian tells him to take a bath. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Apparently, this is because there was a scene that was cut where Robin covers himself in no, shit they, again. They moved it to the end of the scene because you see him cover himself in shit, don't you? Is that what it is at the very end? They move it to the 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 final battle, don't they? As he when he goes in there. Yeah. Ah, uh, is that what it is? Yeah. So that Sorry, that was supposed to be before. Gardner. Yeah, because he doesn't mm. want the guard standing. That'll be why then. But yeah, it's in reference to him right. being smelly. But yeah, they changed it. Maybe they should have just should done have the same just, scene twice. Maybe she just kept that in. It just turns when she out said a that, weird thing about just covering himself in shit. Yeah. <laughs> when she said that, it reminded me of that classic moment in Space where, um, is it Twist? Like the airhead friend? You've yeah. both seen Space. No, yeah. I've never seen it. You've never yeah. seen Space? Where Twist is dating um, the artist. Yeah. And she says, don't forget to wash your penis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, it was something about the way she said, <laughs> it is a bit please like, take a bath, take a bath or whatever, yeah. 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 <laughs> don't forget to wash your balls. <laughs> Right, are you ready for the line? I'm ready, I'm ready for right, the line. this is this is both sections where it's mentioned, okay? So I'm gonna play it both. I'm gonna cut your heart out with a spoon! Then it begins. Why a spoon, cousin? Why not an axe? Because it's dull, you twit, it'll hurt more. <laughs> I like so it. There you go. Nice. That ah, oh, that is one of my favourite lines from anything ever. Yeah, ever, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut your heart out. And then he does spoon. mention it again later on. Uh, mm, yes, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. It hasn't got the third bit on there, but yeah. when he when something happens yes. to. So does that cousin. happen? That, and then that leads into the church escape scene. So it? that is the church escape the scene. Church, yeah, yeah. The archers conveniently wait for Sheriff of Nottingham to get out his uh, zinger. Yeah. Um, wait for Robin to reply. And then it begins. And then I don't say it like that. I don't know why I said that. So, and then it begins. And then he, then he disappears. That, and they're like, oh, fire arrows. That church escape scene was a better Assassin's Creed movie than the Assassin's Creed movie. <laughs> yes. Like, there was, some, there was a small amount of parkour. There was jumping into bales of hay. There, you don't see him get down from the roof, though, do you? I can only assume he does a, does a, bale a leap of, of hay. Faith. Yeah. It's a shame they didn't show that. It would have been quite good. A proper bale of hay jump. Mm. With with a uh, classic one. Assassin's Creed hawk screech in the background. Yeah, squaw. <laughs> you know, like hawks do. Yeah. So all the way through this film, there is a bird noise, and I don't know what type of bird it is. But I keep <laughs> hearing it all the way I've, when I was watching. I kept looking outside, thinking, "Is that here?" <laughs> well, but there is just like one specific type of bird that um, that calls a lot. Do we think this might be a good place to take a quick break? We have yeah, we maybe. have gone on a yeah. while. Could possibly do with taking on board some uh, H2O. This is going to be a long one tonight, me thinks. Yes, I think so. Um, Okay, cool. Right, so we will uh, pause for a break right now. Um, Right, then we'll probably just put some kind of musical little interlude in here. I'm sure I can find something. Just to break it up. Um, And uh, and we will be back uh, in a a few seconds' time. Uh, Join us then. Okay, sorry, there we go, we're back now, we're rehydrated slightly. Um, okay, so one thing I would like to uh, say next is that the, he then goes back, so Robin Hood, he's done his whole um, interaction with the Sheriff of Nottingham. Mm-hmm. He then goes back to the village. Yeah. Um, 
and and he gives a big speech, a big rousing speech, which and they keep but they keep telling him, they keep saying to him, "We're only simple folk, mm. yeah, you know, we can't we can't do this and blah blah blah. Um, we're just simple farmers. What are we supposed to do against them?" And then he says, "We need to build everything and and you know do everything like we need to build an army." He starts a militia. And yeah. then it suddenly cuts to a montage of these very simple farmers. Montage time. Man, yeah, of these very simple farmers making like excellent swords, mm-hmm. bows and arrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got like a whole armory going on. Yeah, fucking they good, isn't they? They a massive village, they build houses, they build, you know, tree houses. Um, these very simple farmers that can't do anything. Suddenly, it turns out that they're, uh, they're like excellent blacksmiths. They learn how to be expert archers. Exactly. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Very in the, in the space of like weeks, if not less. I think. Absolutely. I think it's, yeah. I think it's minutes by the looks of it. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. <laughs> Something that should take years to learn to perfect. They yeah, do absolutely. it in. But yeah, was it forty thousand hours? Is it to become an expert in something? something like they that. reckon. Yeah. Well, they, 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 so that montage goes on a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just the fact that they're just constantly going on about how they're just simple folk, simple farmers. We can't do anything. We can't fight in them, but we can uh, weapon. Yeah, <laughs> we can make weapons. We can make, make weapons for you. We yeah. can arm. They, make very they, they forge molten arrowheads out of wooden uh, casts. Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, some of this, I guess, if they've got villages, they must have a village blacksmith. Mm. So maybe you could say the blacksmith is there. That can isn't Morgan Freeman's character leading a lot of it, showing them a lot of like the he's showing them the innovations and, and they do that later, like that. don't they? With the um, explosives and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, mm. but yeah, yeah, maybe. But where do they get all the? steel from it where do they get all the it would make sense if they started melting down some of the stuff they were stealing like if it was gold arrowheads mm. and stuff that would be quite true, cool yeah, yeah, really true, impractical because yeah. gold's really soft the bam- but... I don't think the budget for that because <laughs> yeah. they blew it all on smoke machines yeah it's true <laughs> uh, we, this is the point where we cut back to uh, the sheriff of Nottingham and he throws a very Kylo Ren-esque like hissy fit yeah and kind cool of trashes yeah, yeah. the room yeah oh. the scribe yeah, so this is where, and then he, is this when he also then, because there's that bit earlier on when you first meet him, and he's got that girl with him. Yeah. And he's just kind of like staring at her. Yeah. And then later on, he's like, you come at nine. That's the next bit, yeah. You, my, you, my room, 10.30 tonight. You, yeah. 10.45. Bring a friend. Yeah. That was one of the ad lib lines. wasn't it? That yeah. wasn't a Ruby Wax line, that was an ad lib. Okay. As was the Christmas line, I believe. Yes, Call Off Christmas. Ah, okay. Was him. Was that him? Yeah. Well, um, it just but it feels like he's. It's just there's like some weird sexual thing that he's got for. Oh, I don't 100%. know what it is. He's <laughs> what gets him off. No, nah. it's not right. <laughs> which is weird because he makes a huge deal about not wanting to bang Maid Marion at the end until they're legally betrothed. Yeah, which is but, weird. Or is that just because of the whole royal bloodline? I think thing? that's the royal bloodline thing. Right, right, right. right okay, fair. Um, that, that kind of makes sense. Um, for once in my life, I like to do things properly. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so, we have this subplot with the scribe a little bit. I think we might have seen a little bit more of that than you did. Do you see him get his tongue cut out? No. So, he cuts the scribe's tongue out at one point, orders someone to cut the scribe's tongue out. Yeah. Which was really weird, because at the end, he talks. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> does he actually get it cut there's out? A couple, there's another scene where he doesn't talk mm. after he has his 
tongue cut out and he and writes he it on a bit of oh, writes oh, something down yeah. on a chalkboard and shows him. Okay. And then at the very, very end, he's back, but he can talk. And, I, he tells Robin, spot, and he tells Robin where to go. Yep. To find him. Yep. That's after he's had his tongue cut out and he's already written on a bit of thing to show that he's had his tongue cut out. I didn't know. I, I yeah, didn't. so that bit's in the extended cut. Oh, that doesn't make sense. No, not in the slightest. <laughs> I can't remember why I wrote this, but when we first meet Firetruck, I put, Oh, Firetruck's a Trump Christian. A what? Sorry? A Trump Sorry. Christian, as in like a, a Republican Christian. They, he's yeah. very militant about his Christian views. I think that might be jumping forward a little bit where yeah. he's talking to Morgan Freeman's character and he's like, don't talk to the child with your evil devil way. Oh, yeah, yeah. About different gods and stuff. Oh, yeah. He gets proper god squaddy. Yeah. Um, but before, when did you say that? I don't know. That, that, uh, later on when Frytuck comes into it, almost. One, oh, may, maybe don't you don't get that, that one. I don't get that bit either. The bit where they stop Friartuck when he's in his like ale mobile. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah no, I have the, all that bit, but I don't have him saying. To yeah, stop, he. Don't, there's a bit where they're back at a hideout him. and he's talking to the. Isn't kid. It, it's the bit where the kid asks him, "Did God paint your face?" Isn't yes. It? Oh, yeah. it, that's it. Just a stop there. I don't. I don't. Oh have right, it. yeah, because oh, yeah. he has a whole conversation with Friartuck about because Friartuck says, "Stop telling him about your beliefs in God," and he's yeah. like, "But Allah is the son of Abraham. Is that not your God too?" Yeah. And uh, Friartuck's like. My God's the best God. Yeah. Um, oh, I that's did, probably I, extended. I, oh, I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't have that bit. Interesting. Uh, then we get the greatest line, at least I didn't use a spoon. Yes. So, um, when Guy so Gisborne gets Gisborne's, his comeuppance. Uh, group get um, attacked. Mm. And, um, and yeah, so they, they do that whole hiding... Bodies under, yeah, under, the, under the, the carpets and stuff. Oh yeah, the, yeah. the tarps in the wood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah wood tarps. Wood yeah. tarps. Um, and, uh, and so then, woods. yeah. So then, when he goes back, Gisborne, classic Gisborne, starts crying. Yeah, gets uh, shanked. Oh, shanked. not very good. I'm sorry. I tried my best. Stab. Yes. Stab. Yeah. We should have gone with the PR campaign, like I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to which he then says, "Well, at least I didn't use a spoon." Correct. <laughs> Great to this is good still. Yes, mm. he does. After mentioning that it's uh, Spanish. Yeah. Um, we get the Robin Hood bum double. Right, yes. So this is where Marion turns up. Yep. They could have just led her to the, the um, forest, though, couldn't they, really? Back to they, Endor Village. Yeah, why did they lead her to the, well, the watering hole? Like they, yeah, they, they take her there, Ooh. but then they're complaining that she's walking down there. Yeah. Presumably it was purely so they could pay off with the line where you told me to took a bath. Or yeah, effectively, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah no, 100%. But, but why they actually had to take him there. So the reason they used a stunt butt instead of Costner butt is because the water in there... He was originally going to do it, I believe, wasn't Yeah, it? I believe so. Uh, they weren't going to need a stunt butt, but the water was so cold they thought there was a genuine risk he might catch hypothermia. So, so they just threw in a fucking stunt, stunt dude instead yeah. because, you know, stunt, stunt dude ten a penny. Yeah. Um, so uh, stunts, uh, very briefly, I saw that the stunt coordinator on this was a guy called Paul Weston who was in a lot of... Um, uh, did a lot of uh, James Bonds okay. as a stunt man. Um, and there's a guy, I read his autobiography, a guy called Rocky Taylor, who was always uh, very much a stand-in for Sean Connery in many, many films, mm-hmm. um, including like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, like when, they're, they're, when they're, hit, they're tied to the chairs and they like go into the fireplace and stuff. That When their place is on fire, that's Rocky Taylor as Sean Connery. And he mm-hmm. was Sean Connery on the horse um, <laughs> in, in this film. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, just literally riding the horse. That's uh, Rocky Taylor. Right. Yeah. Um, I put the tone shift slightly for the film. It gets more comedic 
I didn't mention this earlier. Is this but where it starts getting more comedic for you? Is yeah, it? I think so. I can't remember exactly. I must have wrote that in regards to something. Um, but hey, who knows? Hmm. So, um, uh, what I did notice, and, and Jess pointed this out more as she was watching it. Um, so, uh, you have the Americans playing British people, just speaking American. Yeah. You have the English villains just speaking very English. But then you have the English extra bit part actors who are speaking like very regional accents. <laughs> um, like when Nick Brimble, who I discovered, it's my hero, Nick Brimble, <laughs> who plays Little John, he's from Bristol. Yep. Which makes sense when he comes out with his baby. Yep. And he's like, look at this lovely little babber. <laughs> Me and Lizzie said exactly the same. It's like, he's got like a proper... He's got a proper brizzle proper accent. Brizzle, yeah. Um, but then Jess was like, how did the Americans understand? Because actually there's so much in this, which is real kind of regional colloquial mm. English, um, that actually it was like... that They're either like speaking American, proper upper-class British, or they've just gone, just speak how you'd normally speak, you know. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I've put, as I always suspected, a quick woodland birth always cures racism. <laughs> yeah. you guys have known me for a while now but I've always yeah, said yeah. that you have always said that's that that's yeah, one of the, I mean I know obviously it's edited for time but holy shit that was a quick childbirth I did it's supposed to be a cesarean isn't it yeah D- does he go it's, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be yeah right because oh, put... he asks for like needle and needle thread, and thread so, yeah. he said it won't be you won't be born naturally yeah right okay so I think it's a cesarean it's supposed to be a cesarean in which case she heals very quickly she does yeah, yeah, oh, she's yeah, up indeed. and fighting by the end of the oh, film yeah no indeed uh, right I just put random birth scene um, I did think that was quite random because she didn't look pregnant until before. No, no, anyway. that's a good point. She just looked meaty. Yes. <laughs> she just has a baby. Yeah, all of a sudden she's just um, having a baby. Uh, it's the song. They play the song. That's true. Um, Brian Adams, a bit of bit of Brian Adams in there. They do, yeah. They, it, it does appear. It, well, not really like... it does pop up in the um, in the uh, overtures every yeah, now yeah. and again, doesn't yeah. it? You hear a little um, snippet of it. Because Michael Kamen is a co-writer of that uh, song. That makes sense. Uh, so I think it's like uh, like John Barry was the co-writer of most of Bond themes. Mm. It's because I think quite often he would be he would write the theme, he would write the music into the, uh, and mm. then they would then you'd probably get the then the 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 artists who would then write it's the good. song would then go, well, here's the music that's in the film, so yeah. they could add sections of that, like melodies like that. and things. It's good. It's a good idea. It is yeah. a good idea. Um, Robin watches Marion pull a reverse stars in their eyes after kissing him as she slowly drifts away on the boat <laughs> into the world's foggiest water. <laughs> I mean, again, machine. the smoke machine working <laughs> overtime in this film. Yeah, yeah, no, that's very true. Uh, it was vaguely similar to the way they end uh, one of the endings of the last Lord of the Rings film, wasn't it? They drift off <laughs> drift the boat off into the smoke. They do, yeah. yeah. Um, Lay down. I've got fuck you, Will Scarlet. Um, when Will Scarlet just suddenly appears out of nowhere again, he's been disappeared. He hasn't been in it for a while. Oh yeah, he just yeah, he appears to try and mac on the first half. Yeah, he, he appears to try and mac on Maid Marian, and then um, Robin's like, "Fuck off, my girl," <laughs> and. Uh, Pisses him off even more. Yep. Just if you needed to piss him off any more, yep. that was it. You um, did it. So this is where Alan Rickman calls in for the help of the uh, January 6th insurrection shaman, isn't it? Yeah. Hired thugs. Hired thugs. But they're Scots, aren't they? Celts. 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 Yeah. So we right. get a bit more information on that than you do. Oh, really? Uh, we get the, the table talk about uh, calling in the Celts and uh, why it's not a good idea. You might see... Do you see the bit where he comes in and... 
puts a flaming hot poker on his hand. No. Okay. So when the Count comes in and picks up the thing from the fire and then does that on his hand and all this, that and the other... That's I not don't him. remember that in the slightest. Maybe not? I must have been writing notes at that point. Uh, so, the, yeah, it's basically to show the Celts are, like, really strong and painless. Right. Oh, is it like the equivalent of, like, putting a cigarette out on your palm? Yeah, but hand. he puts, like, a, f- a flaming log out on his hand. Right. Um, um, another classic British actor mm? who's the, playing the head Celt, it's Pat Roach. Oh. Um, who is uh, rings a bell? He was a he was a wrestler and he's an actor and stunt performer. He is in all three um, Indiana Jones films. Yes, um, he's um, he's the different character. Plays different, in, character. different character. Is he in the um, uh, like the big German guy? Big German guy, guy, under, the the guy under the plane. Under the plane. And then plane yeah. He's in. Um, he's also at the very beginning. He's one of the um, one of the kind of in the pub fight he's one of the russians yes. in the pub fight in the in uh, temple of doom he is the head bad guy that gets the... sucked underneath the um roller thing uh yes yeah, so fighting him it? on the conveyor belt yeah he's is um, that him uh no he we no, he's the main guy in the cat in the, the mine he's the head like he's the chief well he's um, the heart ripper uh he's one of those group he's the main he's the main um like henchman yeah, he's the one that gets yeah. r- sucked underneath the conveyor belt. Is he? I think so. I yeah, I can't remember actually at this very moment in time. But he's, but he's, so. in, he's in the final film as well, but I can't exactly remember what he's in now. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so he's in all those. He's in um, Alfie Zayn Pet. He's one of the main characters. In <laughs> Alfie Zayn Pet. Uh, so yeah, he's in a classic, uh, classic British actor. In quite a few. Films. The character who plays in this is he called Mordred? Sorry, I thought is is the character who plays in this called Mordred, the leader of the Celts. I think so. Which is, sure. which I thought is a he King called, Arthur. Yeah, exactly. I thought Alan Rickman referred to him as Mordred, which, like you say, is a King Arthur reference. Yeah, it's King mm, Arthur's sure. like bastard son yeah. who kills him. I think. Yeah, I'm, didn't weird. Catch I don't it. know. Maybe I misheard. No, you might um, be right. I, I didn't because well, I, I didn't see that bit. <laughs> okay, good. And they weren't named; they just appeared. So the bit with the Endor village attack. Mm. Um. They wait really long time before firing their arrows at, at the invading oh, yeah, they army. Yeah, uh, they send the the foot soldiers in first, don't they? Like, well, no, no, the the good guys. Oh, they could have taken those guys out from afar before mm. they started ransacking the village. It's like they've got to regroup, though, haven't they, to get their bows and arrows? And they stuff. do it's get caught like really with their pants yeah. down a bit. They do, they? but it's okay because they use teleporting powers again. Because. Um, Little John is teleporting powers, manages to teleport from up, firing a bow and arrow down to his wife, just like that. <laughs> in literally the next scene. <laughs> it's really good. He He's is really good. clever at that. Yeah. Um, apparently, if you hit a horse, the man riding the horse dies. Yes, yep. he does. He like slices yeah. the, head, the horse's head, but yeah. he actually kills the man. Yeah, I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> just go for the horse. Be it'd be better if he just phoned the phoned the scimitar away and just punched the horse, decked it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that scimitar. Ooh. Oh, yeah, indeed. Which I always got confused by because it looks like the, the sheet Here we go. is in. Yep. It's you can't, impre- get, you can't it get it out. I think it unbuttons oh, and okay. it folds open and then right. you pull the sword out. Because whenever I've... You never think, see him do it, no, though. My whole life I've always watched this <laughs> thinking, It's impossible. You can't get it out, no. Because it goes... Because it tapers the shape, at the neck. It tapers at the yeah. neck, which yeah. is the same shape as the blade. I was like, well, you can't get that out of it. I think the idea is it's buttoned right. or okay. some that such sense, and you undo it. But you never see him do it. Right. Mm. He just always has it unsheathed. 
course. When it needs to be. I mean, yeah. this film's already two to... hours, 20-something minutes long. We don't, <laughs> yeah, we don't need know. a 90-second him struggling <laughs> to get the same time. I, love I would, I would rather that than some of the deleted scenes we saw. Um what have I got? Sorry. Uh, uh, so the next bit is where Maid Marion gets kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so That's Alan Rickman talks notes. to the barons and they say, and he says, oh, something, something, I'm, I'm going to join the royal bloodline. Yeah. They say, oh, no, no, that's it. They say, but you still need to find someone to marry into the royal bloodline for this plot to work. Hmm. And he delivers just perfect Alan Rickman line straight down the corridor, uh, d- down the camera, sorry. I'm as good as engaged. He says, and it is just, I, I can't do an Alan Rittman impression as we established off mic earlier. I never saw that. Um, do you not see did this? Did you not see that? that? Yeah. You didn't see the bit where he was talking to the barons because they're yeah. back in their Ku Klux Klan. Oh, yeah. I know. I he no, goes around and he drops like a small bag of gold. Yes, drops the gold on their table. Like, no. What you, the fuck is this? You told us there'd be millions. Yeah. And oh, and then he pulls a cloth off the middle of the table and he's got a small map of England. <laughs> yes, he does. That he's sectioned up into their different fiefdoms and there's just yep. a big wooden Blair Witch style like pentagram on top of it. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Doesn't like, make any sense. Bigger than England, this pentagram. Just balanced on top of its uh, his map. Yeah. I didn't see any of this. There you go. <laughs> oh, you're missing out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch this. I seriously am. Um, okay, so then they decide they're going to uh, attack the... Because there's, obviously a load of their men are going to be hung. No, 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 wait. No, oh, no, no, there's still a little wee bit I've, more. I've still got a little bit. Oh, sorry, so Maid Marion gets kidnapped and old man Daredevil escapes. Yeah, I've um, got... He's but, the one with balls of stone, I put, because he just jumps on the first horse he can find and prays the horse will lead him to... I, so we were back, I we're put back, that. I was like, how does he know he's got, not going to end up in Scotland? Yeah. So we're a bit out of sync here then, aren't we? Um, because that's how the Celts Yeah, find. that's a bit earlier. So, so Marion gets earlier. kidnapped... Duncan goes to the village and they follow him and that's how the Celts know that where they are. Yeah. Oh, uh, why yeah. are my notes out? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. When he's like, I need your eyes tonight, horse that's never been to this village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not being funny. Their village that is hidden in the woods that nobody can find, every fucker can find that place. <laughs> Maid Marion finds it. They stumble across the merry men just in the woods. They're like, oh, how convenient. We've stumbled across you what, can you switch you to at? the first pad of sound effects uh, i can um one of which is jack wild one of those um merry men who is most famous for playing the artful dodger in the original oh. oliver musical duncan uh finds the village so easily steve because he uses sat nag <laughs> oh shit that was the wrong one <laughs> sorry John. But no no it worked perfectly yeah, yeah, well yeah. actually okay cool <laughs> <laughs> like I planned it. Uh, right. Yeah, so um, uh, Robin falls down after the, the he falls. back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But then he reveals himself via... Smoke machine. <laughs> Hero shot. <laughs> Hero shot of him coming over the crest yeah. of the hill mm. with just all Backlit. the smoke in the world. Backlit. Yeah. yeah. Smoke. Yeah. <sighs> That's a shot. Um, Christian... Uh, so uh, this is also the time when uh, Christian Slater, whatever his name is, Will Scarlet, yeah. uh, says that he'll, you know, he'll go for, he'll get yeah, yeah. for, get, um, yeah. for, for the mm. sheriff in Nottingham, and so then he returns, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Plot twist. Yes. Um, he returns to the village with loads of scars all over his stomach. I don't yeah. know what that's supposed to. Be. Oh, do you not see that bit? No, he gets okay. lashed. So he gets lashed to make by... it make it appear more uh, believable that he escaped. Yes. Right. So the sheriff basically says, "Well, got to make it look believable," and basically they whip him. 
Oh, oh, I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that bit. You don't see him being whipped, but you see the extra conversation of them saying, you need to be whipped to make it more believable. Right, okay. Now, I believe, Steve, this is the bit where the new subplot comes into play. So Rich won't have seen this, but this is the bit where um, uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham notices the unfortunate mm-hmm. uh, spotted, but really obvious when you look at it in every scene, yeah. the uh, big metal ring punched into the big block of stone in yeah. the bedroom, which is actually a secret spy hole yeah. that the witch was using to spy on him. Uh, and it's blinding. It's a brass ring with a hole in the middle of it inside yeah. a whacking great big blank block of stone. Yeah. And apparently it's the first time he's ever noticed it. Apparently so. He puts his finger in. Yep. We you see it from the other side, you see his finger come through, wiggle it, finger comes out, you see the eyeball. It's almost a little bit like the end of um, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You see it from the other side of the yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and basically he confronts the witch as to, what the fuck? Why are you spying on me? And that turns out, this is why she has her prophecies, air quotes, because she's actually listening in to the sheriff of Nottingham all this time. She's not a prophet. She can. She's just a spy. She spies on him. I just, well, it's she's not, absolutely watching him crack it off, isn't it? Yeah. Bang out with those yeah, two bang chairs, those chairs. in the corridor. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and then a basically very weird, like odd. Yeah, sexual we, relation. We'll get we, to the we, end of that in the end of the film where she says something particularly odd to her son, her biological son. Yeah. At this point, I believe we find out that she is his biological mother. Right. Yeah. This is where we get the plot dump, isn't it? Of yeah. her saying like, yes, I killed the original baby, swapped yeah. you out. Yeah. Aren't my eyes weird? People <laughs> won't talk to me at parties. No. But now I'll be royal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, cutting back, we get a plot twist that Will Scarlet is dum dum dum. His brother. Dum dum dum. I got that bit. Yes. Mm. That bit. So it turns out that, uh, yep, yeah, that uh, after Robin of Loxley's mother died, his dad uh, started up a relationship with a peasant lady, yeah. uh, but then Robin got all pissy about it, made them. Split You're not up. my real mum. Yeah, made them split up. Yeah. Um, of which that seems to be maybe one of the reasons that he never, doesn't speak to his dad anymore. Um, but it turned out that, obviously, there'd been a child by that relationship, that child being Will Scarlet. There you go. Yeah. Shock horror. Plot out. twist. But yeah. then it turns out, because they because he confesses that, they have the big heart-to-heart, yeah. the big hug, and, oh, we're brothers. Oh, they're are, best, friends best friends again. Best friends, it's fine. Yeah. And then... They have the moment of uh, showing. The, the, why do they always do this in films? Why, whenever they talked about a plan, do they have to build a little model of where mm. they're going into? That must take so much time. Yeah, you're wasting so much time. I, I mean, I'm, I kind of understand it more when people um, just like draw a, you know, on the sand, draw a little say, yeah. to circle, and then like this. Is make here, it out of logs. Uh, yeah, yeah. They make that out of logs, and they make so all the buildings are like that. When people always do, the, it always really annoys me when people yeah. do that. Maybe the merry men are just visual learners. Yeah, maybe. The only good way reason that's done is in Back to the Future, where it's done as a joke. But yeah, because it's like a proper. Yeah, he makes mo- it actual, not actual, to scale. Yeah, mm. yeah, but, but that's actually, actually a joke. It's, like, it's, it's like good. a proper model. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that kind of yeah, makes sense. But um, but then when. Uh, 
But then when they do it in like this, they just make like mod- little models. It's just like you don't have to make a model. No. Just draw it on the floor or something. But then there is a moment that then comes after this where, once again, like you were saying earlier, mm. uh, like with the guy of Gisborne, when little John says something, and I was like, we're both like, did he? Say? And we had to rewind it a few times and put yeah. the subtitles on to try and work out what he was saying. Now he says this. What do you think he's saying to her? Six men. Seven. What place is you doing, woman? Where's the little ones? I'm safe. They're with me, mother. You got a bleeding crack, girl? You get hurt. I, I thought the if, same thing. Does he ask her if she's on crack? <clears throat> Try, yeah. Just, crack just, cocaine. Seven. Yeah. What place is you doing, woman? Where's the little ones? I'm safe. They're with me, mother. You gone bleeding crack, girl? You get hurt. You gone bleeding crack, girl? Yeah. So that's what I think he actually says. So when it's when you put the subtitles on, it didn't even say that. It said, like, you cracked, girl. And I was like, that's not what he's saying. And I think, you're right, I think he is saying, have you gone... <laughs> you gone, ble- you gone, you gone you bleeding crack? crack? Have yeah. you gone, like, have you... You gone mad. Crackers. Mm. Yeah. Um, but again, saying it very, by the sounds of it, I would imagine, like, West Country. Yeah, proper... Um, yeah. To the point where even I was just like, "What the hell?" Yeah, um, seven. It's just like, is he actually asking you doing? Been on, Where's the little? She's on crack. I'm safe there with me, mother. You gone bleeding crack, girl? You gone bleeding crack, girl? <laughs> you gone bleeding crack? You gone bleeding crack? You gone bleeding crack, girl? Yeah. So yeah, I think I think we've worked it out. But there was quite a long time when I thought, and myself and Jess were like, I think he's asking her if she's on crack. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Right, are we getting into the final battle sequence we, now? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Okay, can I start this with a question to our resident historian buff? Please. Would Please. It, oh, you mean? <laughs> is it not historically inaccurate that you see the hangman without his hood on, then put his hood on whilst in public on the gallows? I thought the whole point of the hangman being hooded was to protect his identity from the public. So yeah, that, true. No, yeah, he should have had that true, on yeah. first. Yeah, that was, was yeah. rookie mistake, yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah, it was like real Peter Parker in Spider-Man yeah. 2, wasn't yeah. it? I think hanging in general, I don't know if... I mean, you know, it's like hung, drawn and quartered. Mm. But for some reason, I just wouldn't imagine hanging was the main way of executing people back in that time. No, you would have thought it was like beheading, beheading maybe? I or? would have thought, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, so the hanging in general, I thought... It's real bad luck that they only brought the 10-person gallows as well, wasn't it? And didn't bring the 11-person <laughs> gallows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're right. I think the Good job as a handy barrel. Mm. Yeah, the, the whole point of the execution is so that people don't know, oh, he's the bloke that bumps people off. Yeah, because they're like, oh, he he hung my dad last week, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go kill him in Yeah, yeah, exactly. Revenge. I think that was whole, the, the whole point. Mm. Yeah, so uh, we get the whole fight scene and the explosions. Oh, just before that, I love how when they're slowly stringing them up and the kid gets strung up, the old guy next to him looks at him and goes, all right. So, <laughs> no, he's about to get no, hung, actually. No, he's about yeah. to die. <laughs> no, he's already all right. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, bad, yeah. Dave. You're all right. Um, no. <laughs> so uh, we get the cinematic shot. Which one? The, the, flaming, the arrow. flaming arrow. Flaming arrow. The poster shot. Three hundred frames per second. As Not as this one. It was the one. Oh, we didn't even talk about the other one. The, the like, slow motion arrow into the arrow. It's more like an animated animal arrow, though, isn't it? This one. Yeah. I think no, is it? No, the the one where you're you're riding the arrow. Isn't that? A... Uh, I believe it was stuck onto the tip of the camera and they rode the camera forward. Right. Um, and then... It spit out. Yeah, it was filmed in 300 frames per second, like Andy was saying. Usual filming is 24 or 25 mm. frames a second. Um, and this was done really, really... Fu- really, like, really, really... S- lots of... Sh- 
to to make to replicate the arrow flight being so smooth through yes. the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah, but no, uh, we completely missed that one. But this one is the one with the fire behind him, yeah, yeah. which yes. is hilarious because yeah. there's fire like a really small fire next to him. Cuts cuts back to him and there's a massive yeah, roaring yeah, yeah. fire and the um, fire arrow coming forward. Well, it's almost like he's supposed to be taking that shot just as um, as a well, gun an explosion. Yeah, goes as the gunpowder yeah. explosion yeah. goes off, which you see a little bit earlier, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was a cool shot. Mm. And then uh, as he's going on, he has to reload. Luckily, there's two conveniently placed yeah, arrows yeah, yeah, in yeah, a post. Yeah, two reload on those. One. Yeah. And he, uh, he does it a couple of times, I think, doesn't he? Like, convenient reloads. Yeah, finds, yeah, yeah. finds ammo just lying around. <laughs> just yeah, finds yeah. an ammo <laughs> refill. Like, Reload! It's like a proper game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am. I got towards the end and I stopped writing notes. This um, is the part where we get them launch themselves over... The uh, F-bomb. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we get the F-bomb, but also we get that beautiful moment as they land yet again in convenient hay bales on the other side. And we yep. get those two chickens come up sing- <laughs> simultaneously <laughs> and arc across. Brilliant. Would you Brilliant. like to know how they did the shot of them going over on a catapult? Is it backwards? Oh, gone. It's done backwards. So they're falling off. They're jumping backwards. Jumping backwards off. off and then they reverse it no way that would have worked right I mean it might have fired them over the wall but they would have broken their ankles oh, they would have... or something oh I mean I know they Convenient kind of landed bale? in hay but... it's a big hay bale uh, yeah, I suppose yeah. it is a big hay bale it, it was just big enough that's what the hay bale in this universe does apparently yeah, yeah. it's just big enough to, to soften the fall for any fall uh, again, I don't think you got this because it was part of the witch subplot but this is the point where we learn that the crone is a bitch slapping machine she slaps the priest, she yep. slaps Maid Marion, she yep. slaps her son. Yep. She also talks about how uh, well, she's... She, she, she uh, slapped um, a couple of them, maybe yeah. not the son. The, 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 sure there's like a period where she slaps like three people in like less than yeah. 60 seconds. Oh, okay. uh, this is also the bit, I think, where she makes reference to studding her son. Yeah. Um, which is just, I could go the rest of my life and never hear a woman talk about studding her son which again. Which is like saying that you must take her now. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically ripe. jizz up inside yeah, Maid yeah. Marion. Getting that. But you, you, we have a, a thing that you saw, but I didn't see, is that he swears, Christian Slater swears. Mm, yes. So he's, 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 sorry, he as, as they jump over the yeah. wall. But Fuck I always me, think, they made it. Yeah, mm. blimey. Which is, that, was they, were they two different, film, different films, or uh, is he just dubbed in one of them? Don't know. Yeah. Can't remember the original Blimey. Well, it, but he does it. say it like Blimey. It's not a real. So it doesn't look like he says. Is it, is it, a, is it, it looks a like he says Crusty Camp Mister Black situation? It looks like he says Blimey, but it's Blimey. Just, but he doesn't they say. It. But he doesn't say Blimey. He says Blimey, and so it's like. Oh, so it's like covering the two. Yeah, yeah, syllables could have fit in there. Yeah. So, so do we think they back. just dubbed him Bly and kept yeah, the me? Yeah, maybe. So replaced fuck with Bly. Yeah, maybe. So, Bly yeah. me, yeah. Bly you. What does that mean? The crone gives him a cushion to put under Maid Marian's head while yes. he rapes yep. her. That's yep. nice. That's nice. Nice, nice, nice thought. Nice touch. Yep. yep. Do you um, see the uh, the do- legs apart? <laughs> that was amazing. The what? So uh, Sheriff of Nottingham um, is on top. Is of on her. top of her. Yeah. Puts his legs down yeah. in between her legs and flips them open wide. Does yeah. He? He like I don't know how to explain this. On no, it's podcast. really difficult. He gets he positions his feet between her legs, yeah. pivots his ass into the air, and then does like this little skip, 
and pushes his legs out, which forces her legs apart. Yeah, wow. it's and it fantastic. Is the weirdest <laughs> rape maneuver I it, have ever seen. Yeah, it's bizarre. I feel I, there are definitely. I don't see that one, but there are definitely lots of shots of him trying to like maneuver. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a a swift whoop, and yeah. we're in. Wow. And I think you may see sort of hands down the front of his drawers as if he's pulling his old chap out. At that the, the very, the, the, literally just before he um, smashes through the window, he starts to like... But he just gets the tip in. He starts to just about to like take himself, take himself out of, out of, of himself. But mm. doesn't quite make it, <laughs> I believe. Um, I, again, I, my notes get very... Friartuck gives no fucks. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was genius. He uh, completely rips into that priest about, oh, mm-hmm. you're a bad priest, bishop. you're going to hell. To bishop, Sorry, to the bishop. Oh, you're going to go in hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then just murders him by pushing him out the window. And it's like, well, surely you're going to hell as well now, Mr. Doesn't, Tuck. Doesn't, doesn't technically care. push him out the window, though, does he? Yeah. Just loads him up with loads of gold. No, does he? Push he yeah, he him. shoves him. He pushes him, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, I, I suppose he does a I little think bit. That's pretty much after, with after 30 giving pieces him his of silver. 30 pieces of silver, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I put flip and stab, but I can't remember what that's in relation to. Uh, yeah, I'm flip sure. It, yeah. Is that how he, when he stabs... He kills the Chevron Nottingham? Yeah, with the, the no, little knife? No, not yet. Um, I think someone kills someone in a really oh, weird uh, way. Oh, it's the way the crone dies, isn't it? With in, On the spear. Like he, that's it. He throws yes. her. He like force throws her clear yes, yes, across yes, the room yeah, yeah. into the wall. Flips yeah. her into the wall. Yeah. And then she anger charges him, and he holds and he the just, spear. Yeah. And, and she, she just stabs kills herself. herself. That's, that's not how she dies. Is it not? No. Oh no, of course, because no, no. she comes back. Um, Jason Voorhees style yeah, yeah, at the yeah, end, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because um, at this point, you learn they can't get through the door, no matter how hard they smash it with the headless statue, no. because damn it's damn English oak. But that doesn't appear to matter in a couple of minutes. No, because it just opens on its own. Yeah, and well, uh, it doesn't open on its own. Does he manage to smash it through? Cop kicks that door in. That's it. That yeah. <laughs> uh, I've put. This is where we talked about already. Marion was useless in that entire fight. Yeah, yeah. Didn't well, do she, she shouldn't have been. She needed um, a shinobi outfit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he died. Blah, blah, blah. That was a very drawn out death scene. Mm. Very drawn out death scene. Staggered around a bit. Think we see more of the death scene than you see as well. He it lingers a bit. Maybe even more. Yeah, because yeah. he sort it's of he pulls the knife out at one point, doesn't he, and goes. Oh fuck! It's a knife I gave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. He stumbles around a bit, lays down. He looks out up at the sky, doesn't he? Yeah. And yeah. I thought for a and second then, he was going to fall out the window, and we were going to get another diehard like <laughs> death fall. No. And then flips over, doesn't he? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, sword throw. Judo yes. sword throw. Oh, the uh, the end over <laughs> end yeah. uh, straight into the crow. That was yeah. good. Yeah, like that. And the good bit is that he'd actually managed to unsheath his sword by that moment. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. just like didn't have the, didn't kick the door in. Then he was like, oh, the bloody buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have killed her even if he had a sheath on it. Yeah, to be true. fair, yeah, yeah. Um, then Robin kisses Marion passionately mm-hmm. uh, in the chapel. What? And <laughs> he kisses her in the chapel. All the kids are doing it these days. <laughs> um, and if you think logically. He still hasn't washed his hands since he smeared fresh <laughs> horse shit all over his clothes earlier. And he's rubbing his hands through her hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's okay. going to need a bath too. <laughs> well, at least he knows a good place to go. <laughs> True. Um, oh, it's cool. Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. Great cameo at the end. We did mm. mention this earlier on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I've got one more note. Brilliant cameo at the end. After we've got the same note. What is it? Go oh. ahead. He breaks that fourth wall. Oh my oh. god, Steve! That's my last note as well. Weird fourth wall break at the end. Yes, yep, there is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there is a bit of an unnecessary friar tuck breaking that fourth wall. Fourth wall breaking at the end. Bizarre. 
And yes. that is the end of that. I listened. Yeah, I listened to it all. So it's the first time I. Number number one, I listened to it all the way through, mm-hmm. which was good actually because it got to me to the very end and it said song, you know, music, and then it said songs, uh, everything I do, I do about you by Brian Adams. Underneath that, it said Wild Times, as per- written by Jeff Lynne and Michael Kamen, uh, and performed by Jeff Lynne, hmm. because apparently there was a second song. Which I didn't know. Which I listened to it afterwards, mm. thinking, "Oh, maybe I've heard this. Maybe this is in the film." But it's just—it's just like an ELO esque song yeah. for the film. It for the film, probably on a motion picture it soundtrack. Just, it's part of the part of the soundtrack, but it's nowhere in the film. How bizarre! Hmm. So yeah, there you, there you go. go. Oh, and what we'll say about the song at the end? Near, like some of the main lyrics do crop up as yeah, lines yeah, yeah. within the film. I would um, die for you. Yeah, and there's a couple of others as well yeah, at some yeah. point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. There we go. Good. Cool. Right. Anything more before we just go for a quick commercial? No, break? I think oh, we have yeah, exhausted that film. Okay, right. Uh, so we sped through the end of that film. We're, well, we had to, really. Yeah. We? <laughs> we didn't want to be. This is two o'clock in the morning already. Yeah. Um, so, right. We're going to go for a commercial break right now. And then we'll be back uh, in a moment with the scores. Uh, see you in a sec. Oh. Hello. You've caught me here sitting by the fire and enjoying a glass of fine resin dice. Exquisite dice like these and many other handcrafted resin items can be purchased at Joby Resins on Etsy.com. Follow Joby Resins on Instagram for more information. What other items, you ask? I couldn't possibly tell you, for I have no internet here at my remote Arctic cabin. It's just me, the fire, and my hundreds of thousands of fine resin dice. Okay, here we are then. So, uh, Steve, could you please kick it? There we go. We are now on to the section of the show we call Scores. So, um, Steve, this is your film. I'm going to ask you, first of all, what was your score for this film? Fuck, this is really tricky. And I, I love this film. Okay. And this is I why think you picked it because you love this film. Yeah, I, I I grew up with this film, so I had a weird history with this film. That it was one of the only VHS films we had, and we probably watched this far too young to be mm, watching. This is yeah. one of the first VHS films as well. I believe it? so. Yeah. Uh, I think that was also another trivia segment. Is this was. Uh, what came out in the summer of 91 on video and it was one of the first ones that you could buy and own as yeah. opposed to oh, wow. uh, just rent, being just able to rent. Yeah. I, um, I saw this at the cinema. I remember did seeing you? this at oh, the wow. cinema. I never saw it in the cinema, but I did have it on video and we watched it a lot and it was probably a little bit, little bit on racing. the risky side, yeah, for uh, however now, I would have been. Looking back at it now, yeah. Yeah, probably <laughs> would have been seven or eight maybe when we started to watch it. Probably not the best idea, but hey. I grew up okay. I don't know. I don't think there's anything that spicy. They cut a lot out. Um, I think watching it again, some of the extended stuff. So if you watch the DVD, Mm. you'd think it was absolutely fine. But even in the extended cut that me and you watched, I didn't think there was anything. No, just blood, bits of blood and stuff. The the witch was scary when I was younger. Yeah, I I could see that. Um, Okay. 
I think I'm going to give this a high score just based on the history I have with this film. That's That's fine. If you just ignore the rest of my scores, because it probably doesn't make much sense, but I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. That's cool. That's cool. Andy. I thought this the the, the version we watched was a little too long. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I think I scored that based on my original version of yeah. watching the film. I went into this. There was some discussion after the last episode we did. Um, I, I think off mic, but there was some discussion that Kevin Costner wasn't particularly great in this, and I mm-hmm. was being led to because I, I hadn't seen it in twenty years, let's say. Um, so I didn't really remember the film all that well, apart from like the particular plot beats that stand out. Um, I was expecting Kevin Costner to put in like a Warren Beatty in Dick Tracy style. Oh wow, he really fucking phoned this in. Yeah, I don't think that was the case at all. Hmm. Um, I love Christian Slater in everything. He was terrible in this. Mm-hmm. Loved him in this. <laughs> yep. um, I can't go. I can't go as high as nine. Um, the the idea of the witch talking about him studying Maid Marian was just awful um i'm gonna give this a i'm gonna give this a seven seven okay it's, it's well above average i will mm-hmm. watch it again at some point mm-hmm. um yeah i'm gonna give this a seven i think a nine a seven uh so yeah so for me this is just one of my favorite films of all time such a classic it's just it it just brings back so much nostalgia for me yeah um i'd scored this before i watched it because I knew this film inside out, yep. back to front. So for me, this is my first 10. There you go, straight in there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I can go quite as high as a 10 on this one for me. Um, it it might be to do with the fact we watched the long version, and I think it dragged a little bit in places, mm-hmm. just because the extra scenes. And yeah, I want to keep that 10 for something special. Fair enough. This for me is special. This is special. That's fair. That's fair. I no, think absolutely. nine, is, nine yeah. is good as well. So let's go with that. Nine is very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't complain at a no. nine. Um, yeah, great. Okay, so uh, that is our scores. Uh, next on now, we need to f- pick uh, another film. So, uh, Steve, could you please give us a little bit of uh, introduction music? Yeah, I don't know if it's on here. It seems to have gone. Nah, it's on there somewhere. I it's saw it the there. other day. I think you've taken off. No, oh, oh, I didn't. It is. It used to be there. You've taken sure? it off. I did not know. I put is out taking it off I put, again? I put my sound clip Have over an empty one. It's gone. Before. Are you sure? Well, fine, we'll do it live. Hat of wonder. Hat of sure it's it's gone. Hat of Robin Hood. It was unnamed and it's gone. It was on this page. It was on page three. Andy, you did this before. Hood of mystery. <laughs> That's right. Well, there we go. Oh, Ruin the whole thing. Second time you've got kestrels. Scroll, 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 scroll. (laughs) Hat of hood, hood hat, hat hood. Right, that's enough of them. So Andy's done it again, and we've lost. (laughs) Not sure how this is my fault. I'm not producing. This is entirely your fault. You've replaced it with this. Many would argue that is a better theme song. Blah, 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 blah. So, uh, it's probably time to get a new Hat of Wonder theme anyway. Yeah. Right, Steve, is your next? It's, your <laughs> it's my pick. It's my pick. We're starting to get thin on the ground. So we've naturally going to be getting some classics or some stinkers. 
We got a stinker. Ooh. Is it one of mine? Ooh. Ooh. Nope, Ooh. it's one of mine. Oh, okay. We are watching The Happening from 2008 by M. Night Dong. Okay. This is The Happening. Steve. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to cut across you. Let's get going. I was just going to go to the trailer. I was just going to ask, Steve, seems like you picked this one. Is this pre or post Avatar Shemalamalon? This was pre. So this was before his career sort of imploded the first time. This Avatar. Yeah, he yeah. did Avatar. The, the last, end, last airbender. airbender. Not the big blue creatures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, which, is again, is considered one of the worst films of all time. This uh, was his downward spiral. Okay. I started it. Okay. So uh, we're now going to go and watch the trailer. We'll yeah. be back after this uh, commercial break. Uh, so if you, if, if you yourself, you want to go and watch the trailer, then please <laughs> do. Uh, but join us in a few moments, uh, and we'll tell you what we think of the trailer. See you in a sec. Please do not be alarmed. We are about to engage the nozzle. Um, okay, I, I'm, I'm literally just here to promote a podcast. Uh, Go Team Venture is a bi-weekly watch-along podcast for the cartoon series The Venture Brothers. Please do not move while the nozzle is engaging. Uh, every fortnight, myself and Steve dissect an episode of the show from the perspective of someone who's never watched it before. That would be Steve. Uh, as well as also from the perspective of a diehard fan, which would be myself. Moving will disrupt calibration of the nozzle. Uh, ooh, so search Go Team Ventures today in your favourite podcast app, and uh, ooh, I don't like where that nozzle's heading. The nozzle has completed calibration. Thank you. So we're back. Uh, we've just watched the trailer. Here for you is a little TV spot version of uh, the trailer for The Happening 2008. There are forces at work beyond our understanding. The first already film from the writer-director of The Sixth Sense and Signs is now going further than what was shown in theaters. (laughs) The Happening, now available. Okay, Uh, R-rated. Does this mean we're going to see Zoe Deschanel's boobs? I hope so, because the rest of it is very un-R-rated. Um... Okay, so annoyingly, I saw a little bit more on the end of that TV trailer than I saw in the Did you? trailer. Yeah. Did it spoil anything for you? Don't. Oh, oh don't know. No, don't no, tell no, me. No, no, don't, real quick. Uh, you can tell me in a minute before Andy, because okay. I've seen it. You've so seen I, it. Me I know. and Rich haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Fuck me, that trailer looks bizarre as hell. It looks stupid as shit. It looks dumb and great that is going to make it may not be a good film but it will be a good film for this podcast so this is one of those films it's quite early on to Shyamalan's career well I say early on it was after The Village I think right. it was like his third or fourth right so he had already come into the the moniker of it's got a twist sure yeah. so yeah because it was after Signs so it would have been yeah right okay. um, what did he do he did Sixth Sense peaked um, when did you do signs after this? I've... Really? I thought Unbreakable was like the one after oh, six. I'm not sure, maybe. No, no, because that would have been arts. Unbreakable would have been one of his late. I don't know. I need to check. Yeah, it's still funny, good. Though. It was still whilst he was good, so it must have been before this. Hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, be interesting to see what you guys think about this one. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this one. Yeah. I've never seen this before. No, like I say, it looks no. terrible. Um, <laughs> it is, but it in is. a really fun way. Right, um, I can't um, wait to see why it's R-rated. We should probably just uh, keep chatting. Just two seconds. I'm just going to find a way if if, if this is available anywhere. Okay, to watch. 
Let's also find out what you're looking if it's available anywhere. If there's multiple versions of this film, I'm not aware of multiple well, they, versions. But that just said that there's the TV trailer I just played. There was more extended than theatrical. Oh, seriously? Oh, so there's like an R-rated director's cut. Yes. Oh. So, Can so I throw out a couple of theories? Having not seen this, yes. Uh, Zoe Deschanel's dead the whole time. No. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's a robot. No. Uh, they're not on Earth. They're actually on Mars. So it's on Disney Plus. Is it on Disney it's Plus? On Disney Plus. If anyone Are we going to watch the Disney Plus version? If anyone has Disney Plus, then they can watch it. So, in which case, maybe we should watch the Disney Plus version. I'm dying to know what makes the R-rated version R. Well, yeah, but you don't know if that's what. If that's what we've got. <laughs> no, but I can probably figure it out. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, true. Um, so maybe we should watch the Disney Plus version because that's what everyone else will be watching if they have Disney Plus. Because that's basically the only way you can watch it without buying it on DVD from, um, was it CEX? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to look up happening different versions. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, let's throw out a few more options. It's actually 1652, <laughs> not modern day. <laughs> Uh, oh, a reverse village. Yep. <laughs> everyone's blind and they're all having a group hallucination that this yeah. is happening, but actually yeah. everyone's fine. It's all just pretend. They're all just pretending to be monsters. Everyone's just pretending to be dead. Everyone's a scarecrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Doesn't look Aliens. like there's different versions of it. It was edited for Germany, but that's about it, apparently. There's so we might be okay. Aliens and they don't like water. Um, oh, that was his previous one. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so yeah, okay, right. It, I'm not even gonna, not even gonna say no. anything about this. No, it's fine. I Good need luck. to go in completely blind, completely like blind. the lady okay. from the village. Yes, and Duncan. Yes, old vagina eyes, Duncan himself. Dirty yeah. Barry. Um, cool. Right. right. Good. I think take us away, Rich. I think we've reached the end. Anything you want to add before we? Uh, no, I think we've no, gone we, well we've over and above. Enough. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Well, People are you. sick of us by now. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, join us in a couple of weeks. What we will be talking about the happening, which you can watch on Disney Plus if you have such a thing, um, or try and find it at your local CEX yeah. <laughs> exchange. Um, but until then, thank you very much, as always, for listening. Join us in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, but until then, from uh, Steve. Uh, good evening. Uh, thank you and good night. Andy. Good evening and good night. And from me, it's Tara for now and fare thee well. Speak to you next week in two weeks' time. Bye. You've been listening to I Like Movies with Andy McLean, Steve Pye, and Rich Marsh. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and email us at ilmpodcast at outlook.com.